Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of this weird little interview show that I've got going every weekend. Talk with Sean Chris in this episode. He's a fellow truther and an awesome dude in this conspiratorial community. Uh, Honored to have met the guy and talk with him and his buddies. He does a few shows, but uh, we focus mostly on his work, which is of Kill the Mockingbirds. That's the name of his podcast. He does a great job with that show. It's awesome. It started right around the same time that mine did. And uh, he was very generous with his time and with what he was willing to share. So I hope that you will go and support Kill the Mockingbirds and uh, follow him on Instagram, Operation Kill the Mockingbirds and all this. I mean, he's just a, a good dude. Leave five star reviews on the show and I uh, hope that you enjoy it, guys. Here we go. All right, guys, I got Sean Chris here from Kill the Mockingbirds. I've uh, gotten a chat with this dude on a couple occasions. And just hearing a little bit about how you talk about, you know, your past and your whole ideas on how you view the world. It's pretty interesting, man. I thought that you'd be perfect for this little show that I'm doing on the side where, uh, you know, obviously part of the same same damn show, same community, but different topics, man, getting to know people a little more. So how are you doing this evening, man? I'm good, man. You know, just uh, living life, man, waiting for Friday. You know, that's how the work week goes when you're just like counting the days until the weekend. <laughs> well, my Monday is on Friday, so I actually count on Wednesday. That's my that's my Saturday. So, you know, it is it, it's the same concept, though. Yeah. But no, man. Um, So you've been doing your show for a little while now. You haven't been doing it for too long, right? Yeah. Two years now. I've been doing it for two years. You start right around the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Like like everybody. There was like a, a group of everybody that I'm, like, you know, podcasters just plotted up because i was like well i can't go to the bar yeah so i better and then i had all this extra money and i was like oh maybe i'll buy equipment or something (laughs) (laughs) you found a way to spend that extra money because there's no such thing as extra money yeah 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 i had it because that was my drinking money and i couldn't i mean i was like well i'm getting this drink at home that's easy but usually i'd be at the bar and then i was like well i better spend this money because it's not gonna last you know what i mean yeah isn't that funny that like you'll you'll find a way to spend money if you have like you said, you set that aside for your drinks, because when you go to a bar, a two dollar beer costs you seven bucks. So instead of spending money on that, you buy your equipment, you get all set up. And from what I understand, you probably had some of your software, at least for your other stuff that you do. Right. That has a lot to do with audio. You're a musician. Yeah. Music and stuff. So I already have pro tools like a lot of people trip out, too. When I tell them about the podcast, like I was talking to people, they're like, oh, what do you do? And I was like, yeah, I throw into pro tools after they're like. Really? And I was like, I thought everybody did that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, cause that's just my instinct. I'm like, gotta put it through Pro Tools. That's like the thing to do. <laughs> did you hear about Pro Tools from Wiz Khalifa? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's, just, nah, that's just the industry standard. Like, you know what I mean? Like everybody, uh, pretty much uses Pro Tools. I mean, they use a couple other things, but industry standard of music is Pro Tools and usually use that. So if you want to send people files and stuff, it's easier to send the whole session instead of having to like, usually like when you do music, you have so many tracks, you know what I mean? Like you don't just have like, you have an under track an ad lib track and all. So if you don't have pro tools, I have to each individual track. I have to track it out. It's, it's more of a hassle. So if they have pro tools, I could just go, Oh, here's the whole session. And they can just edit it like that. It makes it a lot easier. That's dope. So it's been used for quite some time. Cause I heard about it back in 2008 or nine when like Wiz was just starting to get started. Oh, yeah. It's like, I think I want to say like at least like 98, 99 or something like that. It's been around maybe even longer. 
Okay. Yeah, no, it's just interesting. He's the first person, I guess, that I heard talking about it, you know, putting it in his songs and stuff. What got you in, interested in rap, dude? Well, actually, uh, it was an accident. Like, I used, I started out as a, a break dancer. Uh, believe oh, it or shit. not. <laughs> when I was like 12, 13, I started break dancing. I was all into that. Uh, going to the events, going to these like, uh, freestyle events, uh, uh freestyle sessions, b-boy summits. And then, uh, I was just, uh, on a street corner with my friends and they were rapping and they were like, Hey man, now you go. And I was like, what? And I just, uh, did an easy E verse. I was like standing on the corner straight, slang and rocks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they, did they, did they know that you were just talking like doing an easy E verse? Oh or? yeah, they definitely did. But the next one they didn't know is a guy guru from Gangstar. I did his, uh, one of his verses and then they're like, Oh, but then I'm like one of those people that like, rats himself out i was like ah, oh, that's not mine though <laughs> <laughs> well that's good you know it's like uh like if you were to just like steal a comedian's joke or something it's, yeah you that's good it. it's respectful but no man so i i kind of wanted to get an origin story obviously you know we talked a little bit about like the hip-hop stuff but i want to get into like before that you know like where you're from did you grow up with some money uh did you grow up in like the ghetto or like you know what was the early years of your life like um yeah like i, I mean i had a pretty decent life like i guess we like uh, kind of like lived the uh, uh in the hood at first. Like it got hoodier as I grew up, but like um uh when I was younger, like uh you know I just kind of fucked around, and then we moved out in '94 from California because I'm originally from California. We moved from California to Michigan, and then we were out here for two years. My dad got sick. We moved back to California. He passed away, and then I was in the hood, and then it was just running amok. <laughs> what city in California? Uh, Riverside. Heard? That's where you were born. Yeah, I'm born in Riverside. And then we went back to Riverside. So I've been in the Inland Empire most of my life. Uh, Riverside, Corona, San Bernardino, Ontario, Chino, like, et cetera, et cetera. It's like a, uh, the Inland Empire is like kind of like the desert L.A. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of just different cities there. And that's where you're based out of now? No, now I'm back in Michigan. Okay. So you've gone, you've, you've moved to Michigan twice. Yep. Wow. Actually, okay. three times because the first time I came out here was because my uh, after my dad passed away, my mom loved Michigan. And she was just like, well, I'm going to move back to Michigan. I'm going to move back to Michigan. And it was so long that we we're like, uh-huh, sure you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then one day she just packed up with my brother and they just took off. That was like 10 years ago. And then my brother was like, oh, you should come out here, man. You should come out. You're struggling. You should come out here. And I was like, ah. And then about six years ago or seven years ago, I came out for one year, like, and I was like, I hated the winter so much. I was like, I'm out. I'm never going back. And then like, I went back and then, you know, as you get, since I was older and then you start seeing like, man, I'm just hanging around with the same people. They ain't doing shit. And then kind of like want to be more around my family. And I was like, you know, and I'm just going to go back. And plus it's a lot cheaper compared to California out here. Well, yeah, man. And, and were you going to middle school and high school in Michigan? No, in middle school and high school, it's all in California. It's all California. Okay. So and that's actually, pretty interesting. Like, in eighth grade, like I kind of dropped out in eighth grade. And then I also dropped out like the final dropout was like ninth grade. Like I was like, I went like eighth grade. I didn't finish eighth grade. And then I was like, all right, I'll try to do the high school thing. And then I was like, Oh, man, it's kind of <laughs> whack, man. They're like, they kind of tell me what to do. Like, once my dad died, I tell people, like, I kind of lost respect for all authority. You know what I mean? I'm mm. like, hey, the guy that tells me what to do ain't here. You can't do shit. So yeah. I kind of like was like more of a, uh, not, yeah, a little bit wild. I wasn't as wild as other people, but I just didn't really care for somebody to tell me what to do. But, um, when I did drop out, um, there is a couple funny stories. Like, uh, 
I don't know if you know what a truant officer is, you know, like if yeah. you don't go to school. <laughs> so one, two times I have two truant officer stories. One time, uh, I'm playing video games literally in my uh, house and the windows open. Nobody else is there except me. And he's like, Hey, come out here. And I was like, Nope, <laughs> I'm just sitting there. No, I ain't going to do it. And then the second time he came around, I think this is why they gave up on me. I was at my neighbor's house. Uh, and he has it. He had this like little fencing area around his porch and uh, I was kind of blocking me and he was sitting on the stairs and he's like, they're like, Hey, you know, Sean, he's like, ah, yeah, kind of know. And, and literally like, imagine I'm on the porch too, but he can't see me because of the like little fencing, like kind of like one of those, um, fences you grow vines on and stuff like that, you know, like trellis type thing. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then he was just like, yeah, no, nah, I don't really know the guy. And he's like, yeah, well, if you see him and, and I'm just crack trying not to like, like, lose my cool laughing like you know because he's just saying funny shit like and i'm like oh, <laughs> <man>. like, <laughs> oh this was your neighbor was he your age or was he older uh he was older yeah he was like two years older than me oh okay i thought he was maybe like a like a not a father figure but like an older brother type figure or something where he was like way yeah, older like, well he was like two three years older but still it's cause still kind of same thing you know what i mean they were older they're the ones that got me to smoking weed and drinking and stuff so <laughs> well and i want to get into that for sure but so when you you mentioned that you lose your father and sorry by the way man that's that's got to be tough dude especially as a kid you know that's got to be real it, it's yeah. got to leave you lost yeah and now it's like a lot easier and like a lot of times because me i'm like uh my family we're all about jokes and stuff and usually when people go hey man i'm sorry about your dad i'm usually like hey you killed him hey. you, who, <laughs> you know what, I mean? <laughs> what do i not know you know people don't always like that like sometimes i've kind of toned it down because i know that sometimes people don't get sarcasm or jokes and messing around but yeah for sure it makes you kind of lost you know you you are searching for like especially for me i was really close with my dad so yeah. like um it kind of feels like you're like you feel free in one hand and then the other time you feel like lost like damn and, and pissed like i told you all the time like for there was a long time i didn't like god like i was really against god like whatever anybody else thinks of god i don't have a, pre a preferred religion or anything per se but yeah i would cuss out god and i hated him like i literally hated him i thought it was like his fault like, i couldn't believe he did this to me why would and now I have a very deep respect for everything that happened. Like now where I'm at, but at that time, no way. Like I, I, you couldn't catch me talking. I, that's where some of my, like, um, that's why, uh, not, not that I hate religion now, but I, for a long time, I really hated religion. Like, and I thought people that were in religion, I would just be super like talk mad shit. Like I wasn't into the devil or anything like that, but I was just like, fuck you. If you're into God, fuck you. <laughs> Well, and I, I have a couple questions on that. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how did yeah. he pass away, first of all? And then um, how do you feel about that now? Do you feel like that's like part of destiny? Or do you feel um, that, I mean, obviously it made you the man that you are today. But, um, and, and clearly your your feelings about it have changed. But I guess the first question would be, how did he pass? Uh, he passed away from hepatitis C. And that's, that's what made me so mad uh, at the time, too, especially a little bit when I got older, because knowing that if the doctors had diagnosed him earlier, you know, he there there was plans that they could have, like, saved him. So some of that kind of, like, you know, got me irked for a while, especially my teenage years and my early 20s, you know, like, when you're kind of, like, uh, really needing that, like, other person to talk to. Like, and at the time, I couldn't really uh, talk to my mom, like, 
not that I like, I just like, I could talk to her, but like I, all that stuff I did, just like kept it inside. Now I talk to my mom. Great. You know, and like, I'm able to talk to her and my brother. We talk about everything, but for a long time I couldn't. And I would just like kind of lash out at people. Even my brother, like, uh, we're really close now, but when I was younger, I used to be a dick to him, man. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it was messed up, but like, cause he's my little brother by five years, but now we're like best of friends. But at the time, yeah, like I took it out on everybody. I kind of like, and I didn't know that, you know, at that time I didn't know, like, why I'm, I'm just was angry, man, like just full of anger. And then, you know, like uh, going through even like uh, when I would get into relationships, it would affect that as well, because when I would lose that relationship, it was almost like losing um, my dad again, because I was I was really struggling with like uh, losing people. So then I'm like, well, he died. You're still alive. And, you know, so it kind of made me a little bit crazy. But now, like, yeah, it, it does definitely, like, I can look back, of course, like, would I want him to be around? Of course, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that would be great. But at the same time, I even wonder, like, would I be in this, where I would I be where I'm at? Like, would I be in the military? You know what I mean? He was a Marine. So maybe I would be in the military. Maybe, uh, maybe I would resent him. You know what I mean? Who knows? Like, at the time when you're like 12, 13, 14, even 20, like I could be like, oh man, if he was here, I would be doing better. But then I also started to think the realistic, like, well, who knows? Like we could have butted heads, you know what I mean? Have similar personalities and we could have just butted heads and hated each other. And maybe we would have grew back. Maybe we wouldn't, but definitely I think that um, those things happen for a reason. I know that's so cliche mm. to say, but it really, it really did uh, build me who I am. And uh, it, it was a tough road, but I wouldn't take any other road. Mm. That's interesting, man. It's it's good to hear that you've, you know, accepted what what that is, man, because, dude, I uh, it's one of my worst fears, man. I, you know, it, it, like you said, it's almost like a freeing thing when you lose someone that you really care about, because I worry about it all the time. I worry about losing mm -hmm. my dad. Um, I'm very close with my mom and my dad, especially my father. I'm very, very close with them. And it, and it will be tough the day that that happens. And um as weird as it sounds, it's almost like you got it over with, right? Obviously, it's not it's not easy, but it's it's done, and now you're not worried about that. And uh, it is interesting your word choice there that it's almost freeing. Um, but yeah, man, no, I uh, so I wanted to get into like about the whole idea. So you have this close family dynamic. When you are going to school, were you ever like when you'd come home? Were you ever home by yourself, and you get to like have the kind of like the run of the house and get to do shit like that? Obviously, when you're you know, uh, dropping out of high school and middle school, it sounds like you had the, the house to yourself, right? Mom wasn't home. Yeah. Mom was at work. And then I had my sister there who was five years older than me, but like, there's, she was not going to tell me. And half the time I wasn't even home. Like I wouldn't be home for weeks. You know what I mean? Like two, three weeks, mom would be worried sick. And now I feel like shit. Cause you know, I have a daughter <laughs> and I mean, she's, and then I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm just sure put it on your location you know yeah 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 well so <laughs> but, then where would you go first of all where would you be when you weren't home for um I, I would just like go to people's like stay at other people's houses like that were like uh degenerates like me you know what yeah. I mean? and some people have uh parents that allow you to be degenerates and we would just go there and drink in their garage or uh different areas and just roam roam the city and get faded and mainly my my choice uh was beer like Alcohol and weed, that was my thing. I wasn't really into the hard drugs. It wasn't, uh, I had seen so many people in my life, uh, on meth and I was like, yeah, no thanks, man. I like to sleep and stuff, but drinking and smoking weed was really my, uh, vices. Not that I don't do it anymore. I don't do it as much, but back then it would just be like 
completely like drink until you pass out, wake up drinking again. You know what I mean? That kind of <laughs> but that's, I mean, as dark as that is, dude, that's kind of fun. You know, at the time, oh, yeah, it's, dude, a, it, it's a great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing better than being like 13. And for any 13 year olds that happen to be listening to this, first of all, you shouldn't be. But if you are 13 <laughs> and you're listening to my show, uh, there is nothing better than being fucked up when you're when you're not supposed to be. Now, I don't recommend it. You shouldn't do it. But for me, same thing. When was the first time you drank? About 12, 13. Okay. And where was this? Like, what was the setting? Was it at one of your buddy's houses or was it, it was at my neighbor's house? And I'll tell you, it was an old English eight ball 40. That shit oh, got me shit. fucked up, man. That was the first one. And I was just like, like just one, you know, just well, that's malt liquor, me in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's malt liquor. Yeah. But okay. I want to go back real quick when you were saying about, um, you know, like worried about losing your parents, you know, and like, I used to be mad at people you know like as i got older you know 25 to 20 not not super older now because i'm 39 now but like you know a little like mid-20s and i'll be like man you're lucky that you had your dad that long but then i realized the longer you're attached to somebody even harder it's even harder like not that it wasn't hard then you know like there's struggles but i do see and i recognize now that it's even harder because like you know i worry about my mom my mom's uh she's good but like same thing like you said so i think that that's something that people do need to put into perspective that the longer we're attached to somebody, the harder it is. Yeah. It's a, it's like this delicate and it's so tough for me to talk about. Cause obviously, I mean, you and I don't, sure. we don't know each other super well. We've talked a couple of times. It is this balance that you never like, cause I, the, the closest thing I've lost to me as goofy as it sounds are pets. Like I love my dogs. That's pretty bad though, dude. It's horrible. And so like when I lose, I just lost one of my dogs earlier uh, last year, late last year, really. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, th- I mean, yeah, thanks, man. I mean, it's nothing like losing a father, but it, you know, the the idea there and and how I'm trying to connect this is like I would do anything to have another day with that dog, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with any one of your relatives. You cherish the time that you have with them, especially if you're close with them. You cherish that time. Um, but it is setting you up. It seems like life is a setup to just be disappointed and hurt at some point right but you got to cherish those good times dude so it, it's very interesting and it's a delicate topic and and it's um it's never easy to talk about so i appreciate mm-hmm. you just being open about it man but um what i was curious about dude to to get to like a lighter note is you know when you're doing all this stuff when you're getting fucked up and you're kind of fucking around and not being the most responsible was there like trashy ass food that you guys would be eating like fucking little caesars or were you just focused on getting fucked up and that was it? Because when you eat, you get more sober. So I don't know if you're well, you got to eat. eat. You got to okay. eat so you can keep drinking. You know what I mean? That's like so it's cool <laughs> because like, you know, uh, where I grew up at, it was a predominantly Mexican area. So it was fast food slash like homemade cooking. You know what I mean? So you get a lot of tacos, a lot of burritos, a menudo, pozole. Like, so you got to Hey, if you're going to be young and drinking, you got to eat. <laughs> so what's your go-to shit? Was it Mexican food? Yeah, Mexican food or like Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. and Jack of the Box was two of my favorites. Like I could always get uh, some good old Carl's in. Dude, I think that you're the first one that I've had on here that's actually had a Jack in the Box in the area. Because I always tell people <laughs> they have the most unique menu, dude. They'll really fuck oh, yeah. around. They'll fuck around. They'll get some weird shit out there. What's your order at Carl's Jr. and uh, Jack in the Box at the time when you're fucked up? And now, um, well, unfortunately, out here I do not have a Jack in the Box, but oh, I'm fuck. gonna uh, 
but I'm going to go to uh, Cincinnati in a couple of weeks to go uh, hang out with my co-host, uh, Joel. <laughs> and they have a Jack in the Box. And my mom's like, hey, I heard they got a Jack in the Box in uh, <laughs> Cincinnati. Can you bring me back some of the tacos? She loves the the two-for-one tacos. Like, Fuck that was yeah. her go-to. But I would say a Jack in the Box for me was Sourdough Jack. Got to have a Sourdough Jack. That was one of my favorites. Uh, and then Carl's, either Superstar or West Double Western Bacon, man. And then when they came out the big Carl later, but that was way later. Do you fuck with the little sliders at Carl's Jr.? Have you had I, those? I have not had those because there's oh. no Carl's Jr. out here either. Man, we were so pissed. My, there's a Hardee's out here, right? And it's supposed to be like Carl's Jr. We went to there and we're like, oh, yeah, let's get a couple double westerns. And they're like, we don't have that. All right, let's get a superstar. We don't have that. We're like, what okay, can we get a famous star? No, we don't have that. Then we go, ah. Oh. Can we just get a couple spicy chickens? They're like, we don't have spicy chickens. What are those? And I was like, what, what the do hell you have? Do they have? They were like, we have a hot dog burger. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm done. <laughs> Dude, I always heard that, that Hardee's was the East Coast version of Carl's Jr. Mm, well, they the only thing they had was they had some of the $6 burgers, but not all of them they had the Tex-Mex, which is all right. Like, it's not bad, but it, they didn't have any of the classic Carl's Jr. stuff. And they had no idea what we were saying. We looked like we were speaking a foreign language or like <laughs> Western. What? Like, I'm like, you, you don't know what a Western bacon cheeseburger is? <laughs> yeah, that's blasphemous. No, I used to really dip my nuts into those little stars. You know, the, the star chicken nuggets. Oh, the nugget stars? Oh, Dude. man, all day, man. Those are... I, I got a hey, mad respect. I love those things too. Like <laughs> my daughter would get those, you know, and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to eat all those. Like, <laughs> well, and then that's, that's the thing too. I don't know if you remember or if this was the case where, where you were, but they would, they spliced together green burrito with Carl's jr. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. That Did was, ever- I thought that was, I thought that was amazing, man. Yeah. It was like one right around my neighborhood. And we, cause then I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to get a burrito and I'm going to get a, uh, you know, something else. But I don't know if you know about, um, cause you're like in Arizona area, right? Yeah. Do you guys have a Baker's? Uh, what is that? Oh, that's another fast food joint. Baker's, uh, no. pff, oh, man, that's a, another joint. And of course, in and out, but Baker's is like one of those little hidden gems, man. It's not, for everybody, but they have like a mama and papa burger. Cause what over there, it was cool. Cause I'll take my daughter who was a real picky eater and she liked bean and cheese burritos. So I could go over there and get a big old burger and everything I want. And I could just get her a little bean and cheese burrito. She's like cheap. Like it's such a, it's <laughs> such a trip because she's like five foot, nothing like a hundred pounds. And I'm like 260. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, you need all your burrito. <laughs> That's so funny. How old's your daughter? Uh, she'll be 20 in October. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. And you guys are obviously still close. Oh yeah. Super close in October. We're going to go uh, to a Raider game in Las Vegas. We're going to meet up in Las Vegas and Duh. go. Uh, we haven't got to go to the new stadium. Cause uh, it's funny how like you talk about crazy, like I've never talked to her about conspiracies. I've never talked to her. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've always tried to shield her from stuff. And then I just remember one day she was like, Hey, have you ever heard of Pizzagate? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's my daughter right there, dude. That's the- and then when the when the whole uh you know Jad came out, she was like, Mm-mm. she was like, I'm not trusting that. I was like, and I didn't even tell her. Like, I didn't even say anything to her. I wasn't like, don't take it. I was just like, yeah, hey, you know, like it's up to you. And that's what I told her. And she's like, I'm not taking that. That's good. And then she even uh fooled me because she likes to play jokes like me. And she's like, I just got the vax. <laughs> she called me, and I was like. And I was like, all right, well, uh, you're feeling, she's like, I'm kind of feeling all right, but I'm kind of, and I'm like, I'm all just, I was like, because I didn't know what to say. I didn't want to yell at her or nothing. Cause I'm like, I'm not like, yeah, like you want she's like, I'm shit. just kidding. 
that's so you son of a bitch also that's a dirty practical joke dude oh it was dirty but she got me good (laughs) no man um i I wanted to ask you real quick going back to jack in the box and then i want to move ahead here yeah um curly fries or regular fries over there uh curly fries okay good good man good man i respect that a lot um okay so then uh I, i wanted to get a little bit into your your stint in jail if you don't mind okay. talking about that. Dude. Yeah, I no problem. That, I, I remember you kind of mentioned it. Um, so, you know, obviously, I, I, I'm assuming this would be after your high school days. Yeah, this was like, I want to say like t- the first, like when I first got in trouble, like it was like 22, 23, like around that time. Um, and the first incident, and p- basically like I'm one of those screw ups. Like I don't have like. It looks like I have a criminal history, but it's like all the same incidents because I was like, I ain't doing those classes. I ain't doing this. So basically the first incident I got into, me and my girl were arguing. Uh, then her friend comes up and she's like, and I'm just, we're all drinking though, you know? And I'm mad. Yeah. I'm like, shut up, you stupid bitch. And then my homie's like, hey man, that's my girl. And then so yeah. me and him got into it. Like we started fighting, like, but not fighting, fighting. I was just like, ch- like choking him with headlocks. I wasn't trying to like, I was like, just get off me, man. Like, kind of like that. And, but yeah. I was pretty pissed. And then the next thing I know, there's like, I don't know, 15, 20 cops. And then they're like, Grr! and I was like, Grr! and I rip off my shirt and they just light me up with pepper balls. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so they, like they pepper, did they pepper spray you? No, they pepper balled me. So it's like paintballs, but with, but they're peppers, like pepper spray paintballs. And oh, shit. Like, boop, 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 boop. And then I was like, all right, man. And I even tried to turn around like, all right, I'm giving up because I'm like, all right, now my little adrenaline kind of wore off. And then there, I turn around. There's a boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so these things, when they hit you, they pop and then it releases pepper spray. So it burns your yes. skin or your eyes. Uh, it's supposed to burn everything like uh, um, uh well, when I went into the the holding, uh, like the holding area, and they were like, all the cops were like, and I'm like, because I was so drunk, so <laughs> yeah. and they were like, how are you breathing in that? I'm like, huh? I was like, I don't know, man. Like, like dude, I, so I I'll tell you right now, the closest I've ever been to being pepper sprayed was I walked into a bathroom at a store that I service uh, for my job. And someone <laughs> had sprayed pepper spray in there, just like, I guess, as a joke, or maybe it went off on accident. And dude, like I walked in there and the urinal is like directly to the left. So I walk out and like I pull my dick out to start pissing and like I take my first inhale since I'm in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I guess I was breathing out the entire time I was walking in. Make that left. And as soon as I start peeing, dude, I fucking smell it. And I'm already pissing. And so, dude, like I was choking and I had to like get my piss out and then just run out, dude. It was it's a wild, wild sensation i don't know for anyone out there that's been pepper sprayed i don't think there's anything like that feeling yeah but at the same time you weren't drunk and full of uh, uh adrenaline like because oh, i sure. also because i've uh, been in like the swap meet and someone sprays it and i'm like oh like i can't stand it either but just the adrenaline was so high like there was nothing that, like it, it wasn't gonna phase me like i was just like i would and that's the problem i mean it was a problem i would get too like once i got to like a level like i'll be like Pfft. 
<laughs> like it doesn't matter anymore. Like, and then the cop was like, I, he had me on the ground and I was doing the, what's your name? Badge number. And he would pick <laughs> me up. Cause so imagine I'm laying up with my, like this on my chest and he would pick me up and he would throw me down. And I was like, what's your name? Badge number. <laughs> like I kids up. And then the one guy must have felt sorry. He's like, it's four, seven, two. Like he just wanted him to stop. Like he was just yeah. trying to tell. And yeah. then like, well, as I'm leaving in the cop car, my homie's like, Hey man, it's my homie. He didn't even do nothing. <laughs> the one that the I'm one that fighting. You're fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. Oh, shit. Man, it's so interesting how, like, when there's girls around, too, how you'll yeah. flex like that, you know? And so, oh, so that's, sure. that's what got you put in. That's what started it. Like, so I didn't go to, like, jail, jail that time. So basically, um, I thought, like, ah, they're going to just let me out, drunk in public. And they were like, oh, no, you were, uh, what do they call it? It's called, um, I can't think of it. No, no, no. They didn't even give me an assault charge. They gave me first. My first thing was, like, it's kind of, uh, it's like messing with the police investigation. Um, okay. Dang, I can't think of it right now, but basically like I was interfering in a police investigation cause I got all crazy. Cause I bet you they're like, well, we can't just pepper ball this guy and just let him go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't think of it right now, but like, yeah, that was like my main charge. Um, I oh. mean, I can't. And, and, and then at uh, first too, they even tried to get me for kidnapping because I would, cause in where I was at, uh, Riverside County is one of the worst. Um, they, they really trump up your charges. So like, I was like, what's a kidnap? But at, at the time I didn't know that because my bail was like $2,000. So when you have a low bail, you're like, oh, that's a low crime. Right. But then when I went to court, they were like, oh no, we're going to get you. I was like, how could you get me for kidnapping? I was like, for fighting my friend. They were like, well, you know, there was a uh, female there. I was like, well, I didn't have him captive. I said, mm. I had my friend. They were like, well, yeah, you wouldn't let him up. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was like uh, they, they were trying to like just give me what they wanted me to. So that's where I was stupid. At the time, I should have fought it, but I took a deal. Was the I charge obstruction of justice? Yes. yes. That was what it was? Wow. Yes. Yes, huh. obstruction of justice. That was the. That's what I agreed to after the other stuff. They because they go, all right, they're all you don't have to sign it. Like this is a public defender supposedly having my. This is start of the reason that I really was like, hmm, I don't know if I trust this whole government thing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They were like, that's the person that's supposed to have my back, and they were like, they're like, I don't know, it's either uh, ten years in jail or you can do twenty days house arrest. And I'm like, well, of course I'm going to do the twenty. But at the time, I didn't realize. They just wanted me to sign like so they're like trying to get convictions. They're not they're worried about their percentage. You know, they were sure. like a 98 percent, a 98.9 percent conviction rate. And that's all they really wanted. So what they did over there uh, was trump people's charges up and scare them. And see if they had the like because most people you don't know if you don't know anything about the law, you're going to be like, oh, man, I want to do 10 years. man. Yeah. It's kind of a long time, man. And okay. so I took the 20 days. And they said 20 days in anger management. I was like, all right, whatever. But I didn't do the anger management. I was like, I ain't doing that shit. So I'm on probation. So then it just kept escalating like where I wouldn't. So then uh, I got into another thing. Um, so this is going on for a couple of years now. Like I'm not doing the anger management. They're sending me letters like you got warrants for not showing up for court, like bench warrants. I'm like, ah, man, it's, what's I going to do, right? I didn't really care. I was like, ah, I could do whatever I want. I'm drunk. Like I just kept drinking <laughs> and just like didn't care. And I was like, come on, man. It's not like, cause I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, wow, it's not even that big a deal. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I fucking murder somebody or I'm not a, like, I was thinking like all these things. I'm like, it's not even, cause even when I was in the, cause you get housed, you know, like I was housed for like two days at that time. And people were like, that's your charges. Get the fuck out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like people wow. were telling me all this stuff they're in here for. 
Well, fast forward to a couple years later, and then I'm just uh, chilling, drunk again. <laughs> a lot of my yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting waiting for a ride to come pick me up, and I'm sitting on the curb, and some cop goes, hey, what the fuck are you doing? That's exactly how he told me, and I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so that's how I responded. Wow. He goes, hey, man, what are you doing? I said, I'm waiting for a fucking ride. What are you doing? He's like, hey, man, don't, don't be talking to me like that. I said, man, if you're going to talk to me like that, I'm going to talk to you like that. And he's like, and then we just started getting into an argument. And then like, I just jumped up and he's like, Hey man, you better watch out. And he pulled out his weapon. Uh, it was a taser, but at the time I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck. What are you going to shoot me? Shoot me, motherfucker. And as I'm yelling and all this stuff, like I didn't realize, but like more, like I kind of made it, realized it later, but more and more cops were showing up <laughs> and then fucking, he just hit me with the taser. He hit me with the taser. And then I was like, it felt like I was turning to stone, but I was like still walking. I was like, Pfft. and I was like, Rah! like I was just so yeah. full of rage. And he was like, hit him again, hit him again. <laughs> and he hit the me fuck? with the other taser. And then I was like, and then I went, crashed down like a huh? sack of bricks. Yeah. And then they got me um, another obstruction of justice charge. Uh, then uh, all the bench warrants and all that. And they, they just gave me six months in jail. They were like, all right, well, you got to do six months in jail now, man. You're a menace to society. Like they painted the picture of like, I was such a menace to society. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. Like I get it. Like I was a little bit overboard, but you know, they were kind of overboard too, but you know, like the way they painted it, the funniest thing though, is I'm like in my uh, jail suit. Cause I didn't get bailed out. Cause then I, I had got a like couple arrested a couple times at a time, and I was just like, man, I'm not wasting my money on bail. I was like, just leave me in; it can't be that long, you know. So I go to court. I'm in my little orange jumpsuit, and the public defender goes, "Hey, man," and I was like, "Hey, tell him that like I've been here for two weeks because I was going back and forth to court." And I was like, "Tell him time served," you know. Like, man, I even do like it's not even that crazy. Like people are telling me that 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 they got three months for like crazier stuff, you know, yeah. DUIs and all this. I was like, dude, I was drunk, and he takes me. I think that's the punishment right there. Yeah. <laughs> But then that's not up. counting all your your previous. Yeah, yeah, things. all the previous stuff. And then like he's like talking to him. So then he goes, "Yeah, I'm gonna go tell him." And he walks over to the guy and he walks right over to me and he goes, "Yeah, he said no." And I was like, "Dude, I just seen you. You didn't even talk to him. You just literally walked over there and walked back." He's like, "Yeah, but he's not gonna do it." I'm like, "But you literally didn't talk." I'm like, "Can I get a new public defender?" He's like, "Doesn't work like that." I'm like, what the f- "Well, how does this work?" And then like, so I just ended up doing the six months. Uh, uh, at this place called uh, Banning Camp, we call it Camp Snoopy because it's like you're like housed with 64 other dudes, and it's like a big camp, you know, like two bunk beds, and uh, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, it, that's like I always tell people, I've been in jail, not prison, which is two yeah. totally different things. But I mean, still, there's some act activity like every over there in jail. There's the whole like you got to run with your race, yeah, uh, which I didn't understand at first because I'm cool with everybody, so it was kind of like awkward, you know. Yeah, but like. My person, I, the one thing I will say about jail, it really taught me like, man, you can, you can make it anywhere. Me personally, like, cause I was making, cracking people up and like, so like there would be the Southsiders, the Paisas, the Woods, which is the white boys. And then the, uh, uh, the, uh, the brothers. Yeah. The, woods. the brothers are black guys. Yeah. Yeah. The black guys are brothers. Uh, and then there's the others, which they can go wherever they want. Like if you're like native American or eight, cause there's so little of you, you can choose where you want to go. And so I was like, and a long time ago, one of my uh, homies, uncles, who was like, did a lot of stints in prison. He goes, if you ever get locked up, he's like, don't run with the woods. You have to, you know, like you're going to get it. It's going to be harder for you if you try. Because other people, since since I knew a lot of Mexicans and I grew up, all my homies were Mexican. They were, he was like, you're going to want to run with them. He's like, but it's going to be harder for you because they're going to yeah. treat you 
worse because you're white. You know what I mean? They're going to make you put in the work. It's just going to be worse for you. So I, I had that little bit of information. So I took it. But I would talk to everybody. And I remember one time, like, so little stuff sets people off because, you know, you're all in there all yeah, the time. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so people were like changing the channel and they're like, man, I was watching Scooby-Doo, man. And he's like, man, we've been watching Scooby-Doo for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was going to crack off. So like everybody's like, oh, there's going to be a rumble. Right. And all the other races, they would come up to me. They'd be like, hey, man, ain't no one going to touch you, though, man, because I would make everybody laugh. Like I would just crack people up the That's whole time. Right. So they're like, man, we're not going to. No, don't, they were like, don't worry, man. No one's going to fuck with you. And I was like, all right, yeah, I like so that. So what'd man. you do <laughs> when everyone would fight? Um, well, it depends because a lot of times it was hyped up. Like I said, it wasn't prison. So it was a lot of like, to me, it was talk. like, yeah, it was like being in detention, but you can't leave. You mm. know what I mean? That's how it felt. And, there, and most of the times it was like people would just fight one-on-one. I personally never had to get into a rumble. Like there was no actual rumble. They would just be these like maybe it's going to happen and you know what I mean? Like, and, and everybody's on edge, but then the, the people that are, they call them cars, the people that are in charge of it. Cause there's a head of each person. A lot of times when these people would like, Oh, we're going to rumble. It would be the guys that like, aren't the head of it. And we were all workers, you know? And so like the, they would come back and they'd be like, this is not going to happen. Cause a lot of people are yeah. only in there for months. They're yeah. like, you're not going to get me to go years now, motherfucker. Yeah, like, get more time. No. Yeah. Well, and yeah, they would so- call it rumbling, like the fucking musical. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a brawl. Like they would just be like, you know, like just different squabbles. Like, and a lot of times if you had a problem with somebody, what would you would do is you had to go to the showers to scrap it out. Cause there's no cameras in the showers. So okay. like if someone had a problem with you, you'd go to the showers. And uh, I only went to the showers like once. Most people didn't have a problem with me. Only person that had a problem with me is the guy that didn't like me because uh, everybody liked me. You know what I mean? Like he, he's one of those, nobody liked him. And I'm like, I don't know, man, you're an idiot. Like it's not my fault. Like, so was that the one time that you fought or you said that you never fought? Yeah. That was the only time I ever fought, but I never, oh. there was never a rumble like, or a big old brawl. Like there was always like these brewing uh, of, uh, um, of fights, but not, it wasn't that bad. You know, like I said, I would just make people laugh the whole time. And I would just be like, uh, at one point I thought I was going to start a revolution. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so how like, the fuck did this go down? I got to that. <laughs> and so like, uh, you, you're not allowed to work out in jail. Cause okay. like they, I don't know, and not even like pushups, anything like they would just be like, so this one guy, Ibarra, he was like a big old steroid dude, like uh, the CEOs. Uh, one of the cops like that would you know was in charge of it the ceo and then like when he would come in or any of them would come in they would say yaves which means keys right yaves yaves so everybody would say that so like hey stop working out and he's like if somebody else says that when i come here i'm gonna rip this place up well one of the guys was sleeping <laughs> so he didn't hear that the next time he comes in the guys wake up yaves yaves <laughs> and he's like what did i tell you so they threw us all out in the yard on our knees in our boxers, no shirts, just boxers on our knees, uh, uh, like on these little gravel fucking dirt area that's like sucks. You're like, man, it sucks, man. My knees hurting, you know? Yeah. And then, um, but they destroyed our stuff, man. Like literally destroyed it. Like they like ripped up our pictures. They broke up our soups. Threw the corrections officers did? Yeah, because then they were doing a raid, you know, they were like, we're looking for drugs and looking. I mean, they found stuff. Most of the stuff that they found was like people would steal like extra shoes, extra sweatshirts, shit like that from the laundry. But there was no drugs or anything. It was just like those kind of which they do consider contraband or if you if you keep your meal. But it was like kind of like one of those like, come on, man, we don't have no drugs or anything. But they yeah, they uh ripped it up. And when we got back, I was like, 
man, they can't do this shit to us, bro. I was like, we're Americans, man. And then I was like, and I had everybody in that 64 man tank just listen to me. I was like, look, man, we're the fucking workers. I was like, we are the backbone of this fucking jail. If we don't go to work, they don't get fed. They don't, you know, they don't get laundry. They don't get anything. I was like, everybody just stay in your bed. They can't do nothing to you. Like they can't do anything to you. And then like, uh, the only thing is that word came down from like, cause we were in the working tanks, but there's other tanks where people are still fighting cases, like yeah. people that are fighting like, you know, 20, 25 to life, murder charges, all kinds of crazy stuff. And they're, they're called the big homies, right? And they were like, they got wind because obviously the CEOs talk and they probably told them. Because when I started saying that, they seen on the cameras that we were all together. All races, everybody's oh, like in, in a circle and they came in and they're like, hey guys, how's it going? Like they were talking to us the nicest yeah, yeah. they've ever talked to us. Because they knew, because there's more of us than there is of them. And they were like, oh, no, you know, hey, we get it. We know you guys got to, you know, just go to work and stuff tomorrow and everything will be cool and blah, blah, blah. So they kind of had a a hint of what was going on. Like you guys were kind of rising up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They definitely knew like something was going on. Like you've never, they've never seen like every single person in that tank just in a big circle talking in the green. You could see everybody probably, I don't know. If, I'm sure that they probably have audio as well. You know, yeah, I know yeah. they have camera. You could see the cameras. And uh, we were just like, hey, no, it was bullshit. I was talking to them and I was like, hey, man, they can't. I was like, you know what? I get it in some sense. I was like, but we're 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 not like some hardcore criminals. Like all of us are here for stupid shit. Yeah. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, and you guys are just going overboard. And he's like, no, I get it. That guy was tripping because he didn't want to have any problems. Huh. That's interesting. I'm so so I got to ask you then, too, dude, mm-hmm. about jail. How's the food in there, man? Like, I know that the go-to thing is it sucks. But was there ever any, like, because, dude, like, cafeteria food for me as a kid was bomb. I don't know if there was any good jail food or if it was all just dog shit. Oh, uh, I mean, everybody, like, a lot of people like ladies' night. They used to get, we call it ladies' night. It would be these big old sausages. And be like, oh, ladies' night. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and so that was actually good. Because, yeah, because you'd get that and you'd get, like, this good macaroni. So the key was you would get, there was some decent food. The one that I hated was when they give us like beets, you know what I mean? You're like beets, man, yeah. who the hell eats beets? But you'd get some of the good food, like chicken, you know, some of the meat was decent and you would get stuff from your commissary. So you'd mix it up in a soup or like you'd make your own little contraptions. Like people make sandwiches out of the uh, top ramens, uh, burritos. Wait, wait, um, wait, slow down there. That, that's an interesting one. A sandwich out of top ramen. Yeah. So basically like you, you, you get the top ramen, you don't break it, right? You Because imagine, too, we didn't always have hot water. So okay. we would have to put it in there and we just let it sit for a long time. And you keep it in, as like a sandwich, you yeah. know? So that's your bread. Okay. And then you'd, get, you'd keep a mayonnaise from lunchtime. You'd keep the cheese. And then you'd add, you know, everybody would add their own stuff, you know? That is fucking nuts. So there was rarely meat in the ramen sandwiches, it sounds like. Yeah, there there, uh, there was meat if you kept it from your from your dinner or your uh, your lunch. So some people would like keep some of the stuff or they would trade it. You know what I mean? People would be like, hey, I'll trade you my bologna and cheese for a soup. And they'd be like, all right. And then <laughs> you know what I mean? so people would trade all kinds of shit like that. So where are you keeping like your cold goods? Are they like in their pocket in a or cup. something? In a cup. In a cup. <laughs> you Dude. get these cups on commentary. They're like, I don't know, like about they're real wide. They're probably about like. 22 ounces but like short and you just keep everything in there you just go all right man I'm taking this <laughs> you just oh shit okay and so that's <laughs> like your little mini fridge that you've got yeah that's your mini fridge you know and <sighs> one of the best things though is uh, um 
what's it called the the when they do the tam- uh, tamale so what they do is they break up tr- chips and they also get a soup and they like put the water in it and you put meat in the middle so also what people would do for me is like a common store you could get like beef sticks and stuff like that yeah. so they would get the beef sticks put that in the middle put the chips uh tortilla chips all around the soup and it'd give you like a nice little tamale man that was pretty really good. yeah <laughs> that's so crazy man like that that's what's interesting to me is like how resourceful some of these dudes oh, are because yeah. i've heard that people could make like uh ovens out of little uh mostly in prison i don't know how this goes in jail but uh they get more stuff in in prison they get more things like you can have like your own personal tv in a cell and okay. then like you have a lot more time too. you know like to like that's like you said resourceful because they're like oh man like I'm on being here for a couple of years, you know, you got to figure out like stuff and like, like a treat you get too is a, like a honey bun, right? Honey buns, you can get them on the commentary. And what people would do is they'd get a honey bun, uh, split a Snickers on top, get some cocoa, throw it up. Like people just get so creative, like on some crazy desserts, man. That's it's wild. <laughs> so the commissary is like vending machine food and shit like that. Pretty much. And then they would just make up contraptions. Can you think of any other ones? The tamale sounds pretty good, actually. We're talking yeah, that the was meat. pretty good. The meat inside of that is like a beef jerky stick. Yeah, yeah, beef chips like and a Slim soup. Jim. Yeah, yeah, like tortilla chips and, and a soup. And then you would use like your beef powder to like kind of give it a little extra of that, like you know, like that feel of a tamale from the ramen. Yeah, from the ramen. I was trying to think of the one, the honey bun. There was this one with the honey bun that they deserve. I forgot what they called it. It was like. You know, everybody had their own little names for it too, but the common thing is spread. Spread is just like basically everybody gets together, like, you know, like 10, 20 guys, you bring in two, three soups and you keep your dinner from whatever your dinner was in your cup and you put it in with the soup. They mix it up with uh, mayo, mustard, uh, the, the, the season packs and what other condiments we have. And you break up the soup and it's just like this, like, Mush. A gumbo, yeah, yeah. There you go, like some kind of mush, and then you're just like, mm. but I mean, some guys like it tastes pretty good for. It doesn't look that great. Like if I showed you something, you'd be like, all right, I don't know, man. Like I was making that after because it was it was so easy. It's just like you throw in a pot. Like I'd get home after like, oh, mix everything in a pot, you know. Now I that try was at least my put next a question. Flour. It's almost like you read my mind. I was gonna ask you if you ever made any of this food after you got out, and it sounds like you did. Yeah, because it was so easy and I was still like kind of young and I was like still drinking and stuff like, you know what I mean? As soon as I got out, I was like, where's my cigarettes? Like, you know what I mean? I got a cigarette right away and I was like, oh, man, because I'm a big cigarette guy. I mean, I'm trying to quit, but that's been a while right now. But that's like one of my big things is cigarettes, cigarettes and drink. And then when you drink, I got to have a cigarette. (laughs) That's That's a problem, dude. I don't smoke cigarettes, but like for me, even like not so much anymore, but like when I would drink, I would want a cigarette and I don't even smoke. It's just there's something about that ritual of smoking that, that's very appealing it goes together for some reason it's like even a coffee sometimes coffee too yeah coffee, coffee and a smoke in the morning is like to me it's like one of the most phenomenal things yeah dude that's wild so I, I i do find it interesting all the different prison foods man that that's something that's very i think underrated when it comes to like just that did so did you ever get to drink or anything in prison oh like or jail sorry jail yeah. Like Pruno. Yeah, I've drank once in Pruno. Like, like toilet Pruno. wine? Yeah, yeah, toilet wine. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fermented fruit, you know. <laughs> yeah, so how do you make that? Did, did you see the process? I didn't see the whole process, but I kind of so basically they get uh old fruit, 
they leave it in a bag and they keep it under their um their bunk for a while. And what they do to spike it is they get Kool-Aid. They get the Kool-Aid to like spike I guess the sugar spikes it up. The and powder. Then they have to let, yeah, the powder. Because you could get in the commissary a powder Kool-Aid. And um that the sugar of the Kool-Aid would spike like kind of like and then they would leave it in more. And then they would like, so it's like rotten fruit that you spike with, uh, <laughs> with Kool-Aid. Yeah. And did it get and, you sick? No, it just gets you kind of feeling weird. Like you're like, Oof, like you feel kind of weird. The, I didn't try this. They were calling it white lightning. Other people were, um, they were getting a hand sanitizer and they were put it in a cup and then they would put like a paper towel over it and put salt on the top. And then you, and then it extracts like the gel and you just get the, uh, the alcohol. But I would tell people, I'm like, that's rubbing alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's not like booze, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but they would drink it. But people, they, I mean, they looked fucked up when they would take it. They would be like, ah, like, like in not a good way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's isopropyl alcohol. It's not, it's not, uh, yeah. I try well, to tell I, them. I guess it's <laughs> similar, but yeah, yeah. No, that, that's why I mean, vodka, if you smell vodka, it kind of mm-hmm. smells like rubbing alcohol, so it's got to be at least somewhat similar. That's interesting, though, dude, but that's awesome that you drank some Pruno, man. That's like <laughs> yeah. you're the only person I know <laughs> or that I've spoken with that has drank in toilet wine, dude. And yeah, so how do, bad. Do, they, do they call it toilet wine because it's in a toilet, or is that just like the term that they give it? Yeah, usually that's mostly people that weren't in jail. Most people in jail just call it Pruno. That's like what it's called, like, oh, man, it makes Pruno. And they, a lot of times they make it in the sink. It's not even only in the uh, in the toilet. Like the, when it's in the toilet, it's because you're hiding it. And then I even smoked uh, two cigarettes in jail as well. And right. and and how you do that and and everything you got to imagine. So it's kind of gross in jail, right? Yeah. So like you're yeah, like, with toilet wine, I would say so. you're <laughs> drinking it, and then you're like, hey, you're passing the same cup. Like it's not like we all have our own cups. It's like you're like, all right, your turn. And then like same thing with cigarettes. You're like, all right, you get two hits, pass it on. Like, you know, you don't get the whole cigarette. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's got to be a really cool feeling, though, smoking a cigarette. In oh, jail. man, especially like it, <laughs> it was like four months and I hadn't had one. It was like I got a head change from the two hits. I was like, oh, man, like, but we you'd smoke it and you had to blow it down the toilet and, sh- 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 and like flush it. Keep flushing and then you just blow baby. You look, we look like a bunch of fairies. We're like, <laughs> like blowing baby powder. <laughs> That's wild, man. And so you guys never got caught fucking around with that, or you specifically? Because I'm sure some. No, did. yeah, I'm sure some people did, but like uh, I didn't personally. And uh, the one other crazy story I have uh, in jail is I got bit by a spider, uh, one of those brown recruits or whatever. Oh fuck! Yeah, and it was huge on my leg, and I still had to go to work. Like I was like fever like i was like sweating and they were like we don't care like it was hurt hurting hurting to the touch i kept putting in medical slips to go and they wouldn't they wouldn't see me and i was just like man i thought i was gonna die like literally i was like i'm i'm gonna die there's no way i'm gonna live past this the guards didn't care nobody cared so i went to work uh, two days in a row. And the second day i came home from work like everybody see me because i'm usually like what up because i got lucky I get a lot of luck, you know, so I I got to leave the jail every day. My job was we went to this like little training center where they trained the cadets and I was a cook there. So I got good food. Like oh, I nice. got like way better food. Like so the first month I didn't do that. And then they gave me a job and I got assigned that job. And then when I would come back, people would be like, like this, what'd you eat? <laughs> <laughs> and I would just, uh, well, today, because so I would have and I would have breakfast the first time I went though, funny story though, the first time I went, like 
Uh, we're waiting for the bus to pick us up or the van. And I'm filling up food, right? And I'm just eating it. And they're, they come to pick us up and I'm putting it and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm taking my food. They're like, no, you're not. I was like, uh, <laughs> I thought like, you know, like, oh, it's my food. I could take it back. And they're like, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> were you trying to share it with your buddies and stuff? Yeah, I thought I could bring it back and be like, oh, I'll share it with all the, you know, everybody, everybody, you know, no harm, no foul. And they're like, no, that stays here. And I was like, oh. damn. So what'd you get to eat there? That's interesting, especially if everyone else is kind of oh, looking jealous man. of you. Every morning, uh, omelets, eggs and cheese, uh, uh, sausage, bacon, like, and then they had different stuff on the menus, you know, like Polish sausage sometimes for lunch, you know, big sandwiches, the good stuff, man. Damn. So like normal food. Yeah. Like normal food. And so like, that's why I said, I kind of lucked out, but when I had that spider bite, I got back. Right. And everybody so usually everyone would be like, I would be like, Hey, you know, talking to everybody. And I was just like. That's wrong, man. And I was like, dude, I can't like this spider bite's fucking me up, man. I was just like, and then a couple of the guys came there go, come here, man. We're going to help you out. And I was like, at this point, I didn't even care. So they took me to the showers and I'm like, roll up your, roll up your, uh, uh, your pants. And I rolled them up past it. Cause it was like, on on like the higher part of my thigh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a little bit right above my knee. And I was like, rolled up my pants and they got a razor. They ran it under hot water. They cut it open and then they put salt in it. Oh, and the, it hurt, but then all you see is all the pus coming out and all the like whatever like shit. And I was like, but I fucking felt good. Like I, I it helped me. Like the, like the next day, I felt like, oh man, I feel good. And wow. then I get back that day, and then all of a sudden the COs are like yelling for me, and I'm like, oh, yeah. like wait, what's going on? You know, like and they're like, Shut up, come here, and I'm like, what the fuck did I do, man? Like I didn't even do anything. I just went to work, you know. Yeah, and then that. They take me to the doctors, uh, come to find out that one of the other guys that worked with us, he worked on the, um, um, what's it called at the jail, but he worked at serving the COs, the captain of the jail. He go, he, he told the captain of the jail, he goes, I'm just telling you that there's a guy in our dorm that has been filling out medical sets for the last few days. He has a huge spider bite. looks like he's going to die. <laughs> so, and then I get to the doctor and he's like, what'd you guys do? And I told him, and he's like, Oh, it's pretty smart. Damn, that is wild yeah it was that's got to have been the craziest the spider bite thing or just like the whole whole experience because like you just made fun of it also like every time we got back we had a stripped down butt naked and there was this dude like he he just seemed so like he just would look right at your dick and he'd be like sweep this sweep the sack gentlemen sweep the sack and he'd be like dude this was like super gay bro like this was like (laughs) that is like a gay dude's dream job that's what i said <laughs> that's uh, yeah dude that's kind of goofy man being like and then like just probably staring in your assholes too yeah and then we would just you know make i would make uh jokes about all the ceos i would like call him that we would call this one langster the booty gangster because he would always get the, uh, he would always find the young guy that like the 18 year old and he's like you're gonna go with me and help me clean and uh, we're like mm-hmm, sure he likes those young ones huh that's fucked dude that is so funny man <laughs> No, um, yeah. So it sounds like you had some pretty interesting experiences there. I mean, you know, when you get out of jail, what's the first kind of thing that you do? Did you work like right away or, or you know, did you have some trouble finding work or um, it was a little bit hard at first because like people were just like, oh, you're in jail. Like, even though I didn't have crazy charges, like they were calling me misdemeanor in jail because they were like, you're the first guy that I know that did six months for misdemeanor. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I pissed them off. That's why I told them yeah, I pissed yeah, yeah. them off. 
And they were like, so it was tough at first. And I would kind of just get like job here and there. And then like uh, my daughter's mom would be like pissed off at me because she's like, I'm working. And like I would work, but then I would be like, man, I hate this job. And I would yeah. leave, you know, and then I would just like bounce from job to job. Then I did my second um, stint in jail. Like, so I did two, six months. Um, oh, shit. I didn't know that. Because again, I didn't do the things you're supposed to do. Like I'll, then when I get out, they're like, now do the 52 weeks. And I started doing them and I got like halfway and then I, I quit a job and I was like, well, I can't pay. And they're like, well, if you don't pay. You can't come in. And I'm like, so I have to pay to do this stupid class. They're like, yeah. And I was like, so it's all about money. And they're like, no, it's, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. You know, and I'm like arguing and I was like, man, nah, I'm not going. And so I did again. And then it was years, like two, three years. Um, that I just did because they're not like mine's so low level, they're not gonna go to my house and like you know what I mean? Like they're just yeah. like, Oh, if we catch you, we're gonna get you. Yeah, like that yeah. kind of thing. So how'd you get popped the second time then? Oh, uh, the second time I got popped, it was so stupid. Um <laughs> we were we were coming from the bar because I was I wanna say like at that time I had to be like so this is twenty twelve, we're in twenty two. So ten years ago, so I was twenty nine, okay. twenty eight, twenty nine. We come back from this bar, uh we were performing at. And my buddy, well, who's not my buddy anymore, but uh, he's a big, dumb idiot. And he had a blunt. And he was like, hey, man, smoke this blunt. And across from his house, it used to be a big field, but they turned it into a park. But it wasn't finished yet. It had a gate. And I was like, nah, man, like, I don't think we should go over there. And he's like, man, just don't be a bitch, man. Just go over there, man. Just go. And I was <laughs> like, ah, just, just, but I really wanted to smoke the blunt. And I was like, <laughs> that'll get you. I was like, all right, let's go. And then we're just smoking the blunt, me and my two homies. And we're looking at the new basketball court. We're like, oh, man, it's pretty cool. Like, almost done with the blunt. And then all of a sudden we hear, freeze, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, shit. Like, And I'm like, they got us. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, here it is. I already knew. As soon as they came, I was like, so I was trying to be as cool as I could. I was just like, I already had had, at that time, I already had so many experience with cops. I was just like, all right. I'm going to get through this. Don't worry about it. just get down on your knees, put your hands behind your head. Yeah, but this guy was just one of those hard asses. So, like, I was like, hey, look, I got a warrant. I know you guys are going to take me in. He's like, what do you got a warrant for? And I was like, I told him. He's like, I was like, it's a misdemeanor, bro. It's not even that crazy. And he's like, he just would, he just kept, I think he wanted to provoke me. But luckily at that time, I had already been, I was like, I already got pepperball days hit. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm I'm good, you know. I think I'm going to chill out. And then. He had my wallet and I told him, Hey, can I have my wallet back? And he goes, What wallet? And I'm um, like, dude, come on, man. Stop, just stop messing around. I said, Look, my ID's in there, my daughter's pictures are in there. I said, You can have the money. I don't even care. I was like, just give my wallet, man. I get it, bro. You're trying to be like tough guy right now. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm not gonna I don't want trouble. I don't I just take me to jail. I know I'm going to jail. I'm not worried about it. And he just kept like trying to I feel like he was trying to push me to escalate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But luckily I did it and then I just went in there and since I was on the reason why I kept getting in trouble was because I was on probation. And when you're on probation, everything adds up, you know, Hey, you didn't do this. You got this violation, violate. They're all violations. That's why I said, like, it looks like I have a big old record, but they're all violations. And then finally the judge, he goes, look, man, uh, this guy, I think he's done enough time. He's like, let's just do this. We're going to give him six months and he's done. No probation, no classes. Don't no, he's done. It's mm. over. And they're like, all right, cool. That's and another then, little stint of luck, for sure. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, oh, for sure. Because, well, not necessarily luck, because there's not, the thing that people don't know, too, is that there's only so much time that your case holds on. 
So oh, like okay. every case has like a number, right? Like you're like, hey, this crime, you, the maximum you can give them is two years. If you've already fulfilled that from me doing house rest, I had already completed anger management, which was 52 weeks, which at first made me angry. But then like it actually is a <laughs> beneficial tool. Like, like, I mean, I hated it at first, but like it was a beneficial tool. Sure. And he was just like, like the way I was arrested, he's like, all right, man, I get it. But it's, he's like, it's done. There's no more time on this case. Let's get them off probation. There's no need for this continuation of probation. Let's just end it. It's over. Yeah. You know, let him do it six months. And I was like, all right, man, I like this guy, right? <laughs> hey, man, I mean, you'll take it, right? I mean, that, that's very, like, it sounds lucky. But like you say, it sounds like it's also kind of part of how shit works out with the, the cases yeah. holding time. So is this when you, you kind of mentioned earlier that you started having maybe not so much of a disdain for authority, but you really didn't uh, see the government as someone that's got your back. And, yeah. and this is when that starts. Is this when you become a, an all out conspiracy theorist? Or well, this, this was later, a, earlier. This was already earlier. Like, so I was already like we I, before even I went to jail, like we had I had a lot of bad experience with cops. Like sure. they were jer- in the area I was in. Like there was ha- a lot of gang activity. And like, even though we weren't in gangs, like you just get associated with who you're around and like you're in that neighborhood. Why are you here? And, y- and we got a lot of like grief. You know what I mean? Like they would just treat us like shit. And then you just kind of were like, man, like coming home, riding your bike. They're like, where are you going? I'm going home. It's 11 at night. I'm going home. And then, you know, they flash a bright light in your face and they'd be like, oh, look like you're going to fall off your bike. You're like, yeah, you shine this like <laughs> incredibly bright light that you can't see. And they just would mess with you so much. And and just to see like how they didn't have respect for a lot of us, that that, that kind of got me there. And then like everybody, my big one was 9-11, man. Mm. Like, How old are we during 9-11? You're, 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 I'm, I'm assuming you're about 17? 18. Yeah, I was like 18. I had just okay. like, I just turned 18 because uh, wow. I turned in July. So I had turned 18 that summer. And um, yeah, and I was at school like because I went try to go back my senior year. So I had dropped out in, in, in freshman year. In my super senior year, I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get all my credits in one year because <laughs> I went to this like continuation school. You know, I was like, I'm going to get all my credits. And it didn't work out that way. But I, I went to school that day. Um, I had headphones on. Uh, I, I kind of seen what was going on, on the TV because we'd go to this gr- garage every day before school and we'd smoke blunts and we'd be like, all right, it's time for school now. <laughs> and then we'd go to school and I didn't really notice what was going on at first, you know, like, cause I was just like, where's the weed at? You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of seen something was going on, but I wasn't paying attention. And then I'm at school and I had my headphones on and I was like, this is weird, man. They usually yell at you, you know, to not have your headphones on, but they weren't. And then like, then started like i kind of realized during the day going on like oh man some crazy shit happened and, and i was kind of morbid at the time i didn't care yeah like i was just like i don't care it wasn't my yeah. plane like and i was just like talking crap you know like making jokes about it and i didn't really uh look too much into it at first i was kind of on that gun ho tip at first like i was like i need to join the marines and yeah. i was like i'm gonna get i'm gonna go over there uh, they're gonna come <laughs> they're gonna come to our house like yeah, you know like fuck with us. Mental- yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then all even all the it was kind of cool for a little bit though because even all the gangster everybody was like man fuck those terrorists homie yeah. we're gonna hey, tell them if they come over here man we're gonna kill them like you know like everybody was like riled around for like a week or so like yeah. we're like yeah man those terrorists come around and then funny enough the first thing i saw that really like kind of cracked my attention of conspiracies was michael moore's fahrenheit 9-11 okay 
Yeah. And that kind of got me on down that little uh, rabbit hole. And then from there, I started looking into Alex Jones and David Icke and uh, uh, Jordan Maxwell and, you know, so uh, uh, Bill Cooper. And then uh, got into Loose Change in 2006. And I was just, then I was just, so by the time I was in trouble, I was already like, man, this shit's like bullshit anyways. And yeah. I wasn't like, I w- I've never been one of those guys that's like, everything's fake. Okay. Sometimes that kind of irritates me. You know, people are like, everything's fake, man. Yeah. Like, I'm like, well, you know, things really happen. But I just knew that there was a lot of injustice. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I was like, you're not going to get a fair shake unless you're uh, a certain status here. And yeah, the 9-11 is pretty much. And I think that's most people in our age range. You know yep. what I mean? Like, it was huge. Like, and, and the evidence that came out. And then when you saw the commission report and you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you follow the money. Um, you know, you, you clearly realized that at one point in your, your, uh, stints with jail that, you know, all this stuff is about money. And and when you follow yep. that, it really kind of gives you this, uh, cynical look at things. It makes it so that you just don't, you don't really appreciate authority. And I really don't appreciate authority at all, man. And I'm a, you know, I, I haven't been to jail. I wouldn't call myself an upstanding member of society. Uh, yeah. but you know, I, I, tr- I try and do the right thing. And, I mean, shit, I've driven drunk just like everyone else on this planet, it seems. Um, I've I've broken laws and luckily haven't gotten caught and shit like that. But, man, I, I really don't respect authority at all. Um, cops, I think, have their place. I'm interested to hear your idea on cops. And then I want to get into some more, uh, you know, food stuff because I'm very interested in what you eat over there. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah. Do you, how do you how do you feel about police? How do you feel about like the power structure in that sense? Okay, so now I'm getting like a little now that I've been doing podcasting more and talking to more uh people that have given me better perspective. I understand like the need for police, right? Like personally, I don't I don't I don't like them for so long. I hated them to be honest. Like I hated police cuz like just seeing how they act. Like I had a incident when me and my buddy were in the uh, going into a liquor store. Uh my buddy kind of he was a little buzzed and like why is he passing the cop? He's like <laughs> way to protect and serve. I mean Granted, maybe that's a little rude, but it's not that crazy, right? Not at all. We get our beer. They're already gone. And his apartment's like just right up. Like, so the liquor store is right by his apartment. We get out. We start walking down the street. They pull up on us with headlights off. And he goes, hey, man, what were you looking at? And I had just got out of jail. And I'm like, nothing, sir. So I tried to walk to the apartment. I love you, sir. Yeah, you're being <laughs> yeah, super you're nice. Right. Like, I'm like, man, I don't want to go back. It just literally got out a week ago. I was like, I'm not trying to get in any trouble. And my buddy was a little faded. And he was like, what? And he's like, what? Do I owe you money? Do I owe you money or something? And I'm like, what the hell, man? We're going to get shot, man. Like, so like my buddy stupidly comes kind of close to the car. And he's like, hey, how about you turn your headlights on? And as soon as he said that, they jumped out of the car, they threw him to the ground, started choking him and started like hitting him. And like, this is how long ago it was that his girlfriend was with us. And she had a razor phone. I grabbed her phone and tried to record it. The guy rushes me and like, oh, I'm jumping back. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, man, I'm trying to like, you know, see what you guys are fucking him up, man. I don't know. I can't. And he's like, kept trying to come after me. So I dialed 911. The first and only time I've ever called 911 was on the cops. Wow. And they're like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, man. There's these cops and they're beating on my friend. And they're, you need to send, I, since I knew a little bit, I was like, you need to send a sergeant. You need to send a sergeant right now. I was like, and then they kept trying to talk to me. I said, I'm not talking to anybody but a sergeant. As soon as, and, and I was dead sober. Like, you know, we, I did have two 12 packs in my hand. Uh, funny <laughs> enough, uh, but I hadn't drank any yet. You yeah, know? that's but not in your enough, belly. That's not in your belly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> I, and I was legal age. The funny part is the second 12 pack, 
before we went to the store, there were some youngsters and he's like, Hey man, you think you buy me 12 pack Cronos? And I was like, uh, sure, man, no problem. Well, that let's just say he didn't get his Cronos. I got an extra 12 pack. So I mean, again, <laughs> the luck falls in my favor. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Fuck. Yeah, That's and then wild. they came, and I just uh, told the sergeant what happened, and then, uh, they ended up, like, they took my homie in, and we bailed him out, but it was weird, because he would have a court case, he'd go in, he'll be like, oh, you gotta go in May 13th, he'd go in there, and they'd be like, oh, you're not on calendar, try again, and then he'd go in three months later, and they'd be like, we don't know where you're, ca-. like, so they kept dicking him around, like, they well, knew they probably- had nothing. Yeah, that's probably an intentional thing. They just wanted yeah, to keep them sure. scared, but they knew they had nothing on them, so they're just gonna dick them around. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's very interesting. I'm ha- I've had you know I've been on the uh, lucky side and the unlucky side of law enforcement a couple times. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but you know I think it happens, man. Um, but yeah, I got a dude, good one it, for you. I got a good another good one for you when I got out of a DUI. Oh shit! How you do that? <laughs> so like, um, I had an album release, uh, 2013 Christian Brothers, uh, White Brandy. That was the name of the album. So wow, like, and not Christian Brothers as in, uh, the, we're Christian. Christian Brothers as in the brandy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, we were coming from like this show that we were doing, and my buddy, uh, he was so drunk, man. I was driving his car, but he was so drunk he was in the car, like, <laughs> like passed out, like head all tilted, crazy, and then like. I'm on the freeway and I see the lights and I'm like, Oh, let me get out of their way. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm in their way. So I'm trying to get out of their way. And then I just hear, get off on the next exit. Get off on the next exit. You in the silver car, the silver Taurus. You. And I'm like, <laughs> so I get off and then they're like, Hey man, you know, why don't you, I said, Hey, honestly, I really thought you were going after somebody else. Like I didn't know that you were coming after me. And you know, he was kind of the one guy was a hard ass. And the other guy I could kind of tell was like, you know, I was looking at him. I was like, oh, you know, I can maybe crack some jokes. <laughs> and then they go, what's wrong with your buddy? And I was like, he's drunk. I was like, you didn't want him to drive. Right. And they were like, yeah, that's pretty true. And they, so they started doing the sobriety test and they were like, Hey, and I was like, let me just tell you, I'm fat. So when I stand on one leg, I'm going to wobble. You know what I mean? It's just like, and I was just cracking a few jokes with them. And then I was telling them, they're like, what? And I was telling them that I rap and stuff like this. And, and the guy's like, they give me the breathalyzer. So I don't know what I blew in the breathalyzer. They gave me the breathalyzer. But you were buzzed at least, right? I was a little bit buzzed, but I was honest with them. I told them, I said, but I wasn't, I didn't drink too much. I really, I really did try to sober up because I was like, man, I don't want to go. Like, you know, I ate McDonald's. Like I only had three tall cans within like two and a half hours. So not really that bad. You know what I mean? And then, but like they saw my buddy and they were like, yeah. So they were assuming I had to be on something too. So I don't know what my breathalyzer was. But then the guy goes, so you rap, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, then rap for us. And I'm like, well, hopefully this works. And then like I just <laughs> spit a little rap for them. He's like, all right, man. And then the other guy goes, all right, get out of here. But go to that jack in the box and get some food. And I was like, all right, yeah, no problem. Yes, sir. Okay. I get in the line. And as soon as they leave, I back out and jump back on the freeway and get the hell out of there. And right. then I'm shaking my friend like this. He was so drunk. Cause I'm like, dude, it's so crazy. I got away with, you know what I mean? I was so like happy. Like eh, you man, wanted so someone crazy. to see it, huh? You're like, Fuck, he wouldn't dude. wake up, man. <laughs> then he got mad in the morning. Cause he's like, why would you leave me in the car? It was summer. I'm like, what do you want me to carry you in, bro? Like, fuck you, man. Damn. <laughs> you at least turn him on his side in case he fucking puked. Hey, I cracked the windows, man. It was his car. So I didn't care if he puked. I was like, yeah, you no puked, that's your car. <laughs> dude, that's so funny. The one time, dude, I have, you know, this one time I was uh, at a party a house party, one of my buddies, and he was, I think he was 
16. So I was 17. Uh, so we're still in high school, right? And his parents were actually home. They had a really beautiful house. Like it was kind of in this, like the driveway was a steep downhill and he was surrounded by like hills and then other houses were down there. And dude, his parents are home for this whole fucking thing. We have like this blowout banger fucking party there. Nice. Within 30 minutes, the cops are called, right? I don't know if it was someone that wasn't allowed to come in or what. And I'm dressed up. It was a Halloween party. I'm dressed up as super sperm. I was a, a hero, <laughs> a superhero that was a sperm thing. I got it at Spencer's or some shit. And I'm fucked up. Everyone in the house is drunk. You know, at these old high school parties, the, yeah. booze, the booze runs out so quick because everyone's just trying to slam all of it. Oh, so, yeah. you know, most of the most of the alcohol is gone. Cops show up. Uh, his parents locked themselves in their room. And dude, like. They lined all of us. This is in a nice part of town here in, in Tucson called Oro Valley, Gold Valley, right? It's a nice fucking area of town. And uh, they line every single kid up, about 70 or 80 of us. And there's breathalyzers for each one of us, dude. And I kept uh. just trying to slide farther and farther back in the line. And dude, somehow I was one of the only people that blew nothing. Like I passed a breathalyzer, so I didn't get an MIC or any of that shit. I don't know how. But I'm just sitting there, and obviously you're kind of sobering up because you're scared and all that shit. And dude, it was wild. Then my dad came and picked me and my girlfriend up, and and we went home, dude. It was it's like nice. it's, it's funny, dude, when that stuff works out like that. And it's just kind of like, even though you know you're wrong, you feel like fuck yeah, dude. I, I the right thing happened tonight when you don't get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got I got another good one too. Like so, this was like more recent when I first came out here to Michigan. Um, I Ubered cause like now I'm like, you know, I'm pretty, I try to be responsible as much as possible. Like I, I don't really, I'm like, man, we got Uber. I'll just Uber to the bar. So like sure. my brother didn't want to go. I Uber to the bar by myself. I'm just getting loaded. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I, I'm like one of those, you know, how some people get drunk and they want to fight. I'm like yeah. the opposite. I'm like, I love everybody. I'm like, what's up? You want to drink? Guy? Hey, what's up, bro? You want to drink? Like my brother always makes fun of me. He's like, man, you know how many dudes numbers you got tonight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But I met this uh, chick over there, right? And I'm talking to her, and I'm like, "Oh, what's up?" You know that. And then it's like last call, and I'm like, "I was, I was tipping good, so I was like, let me get three jet tall jacks, you know, long pours." And she's like, "No problem," but it's like 145, so I had to pound them, you know. I'm like, <sighs> and then this girl's like, you know, we're like, she's like, "Let's go." Like, I don't know exactly where we were going. I don't know if we we're going to my apartment or if I was going to her. Like, I don't remember You're that just part. Going. And she had her car, and we're just like kind of getting down, hot and heavy. And then she's like, "Just drive my car," and I'm like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll drive your car." And then like, she starts going like, like I could see her kind of. She's nodding out, right? Oh, and that's then so I'm scary like, when you don't know the person too. And then I'm like, but then I'm like, oh, I think I'm nodding out. And it was so dark, and I'm so new to this area. It's winter, and I'm like, dude. And then I was just like in my head, I was like, I can't drive. And then I saw a Seven Eleven, but I parked like a dickhead. Like I parked over three, <laughs> over three spots, like like <laughs> sideways. Parallel park that bitch. And she just started yakking, throwing up, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> my fuck. And I didn't know what to do, and I just got the keys out and I just threw them right, and I was just like, oh. and I just kind of like, like was dozing off too because I was fucking faded. And then I yeah, just, you just like, slammed all, three tall jacks. As I was dozing off, I just hear. On the window, uh, banging on the window, and I was like, "Oh!" And he's like, "What's up?" And I opened the door because I don't have the keys in the ignition. You know, I threw them, and then I opened the door. And I was like, "What's going on?" And he was like, "Why'd you park like that?" And I was like, "I wasn't driving." Like immediately, I just said, "I wasn't driving." He goes, 
why'd you park like that? I said, I wasn't driving. I was like, I was in the backseat. I don't know where the driver went. I was passed out. He's like, what's wrong with her? I'm like, she's throwing up. <laughs> He's like, do you know her? I was like, look, I just met these people. I was at a bar. I was getting fucked up. I was like, they said they were going to take me home. I was laying in the back seat. I don't even know how I got this lie so perfect, right? Yeah. And he was smooth. like, and he was like, I guess because I was already had so much experience with cops, it was just embedded in my head, you know? And I was like, I'm good, man. Like, <laughs> and he was like, man, he's just, they're, they're questioning me. They pat me down, you know, and they're like, oh, this and that. And they're like telling me, I think I get my ID out. They're like, you have a California ID. So then they're like, what the hell? who is this guy? And I'm like, like I said, I, I just came out here, you know, I'm new here. Uh, met some people. I don't know where the driver went. I don't know if they ran off, what. And they were like, where's the keys? I'm like, again, I wasn't driving. I don't know. And then I'm like, I'm like, but you should probably help her. She's throwing up a lot. You know, <laughs> they called an ambulance. Uh, they towed her truck. I mean, her, her, uh, car. Tow truck come, tows her car. And then they just let me go. And I, uh, they go, call for a ride. And I was like, cool. And I called my brother and he came pick me up. The best part is I woke up in the morning. And I had my pants on backwards. So that means that when they asked me for my ID, <laughs> I oh. got from the front. So because we were messing around, but I don't know like exactly where he got. But somehow my pants were on backwards. So I just keep I mean, I don't remember it, but I was just like picturing like, so that means I had to go in the front like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, so were you wearing like jeans or like with a Yeah, button? I was on, wearing jeans. Yeah, I was wearing jeans. So I had them on backwards like. So I guess I just was like, I don't so know, did man. you zip them up in the back and button them in the back, or did you just pull them up? No, like, I pulled them kinda... down. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it was like one of those where we're so getting loose down fitting. Like, yeah, loose okay, fitting. Okay, like, dude, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you were like zipping up the back. It was just like pull up. That's so funny. And the cops didn't really think much about it. It sounds like if you're just reaching in your front. No, and that's probably what they were giving me such dirty looks. Like, like they wanted to get me, but they were like. He's good. Like, you know, dude, he figured it so out. Funny, like, <laughs> man. Let me just get it out of my front pocket here. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. Everybody wears them like that. Yeah, dude. I guess if you fucked up. Crisscross. Yeah, no shit, man. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, sir. I think that you've evaded more DUIs than all the other uh, guests on the show so far. There's only been three so, of them. I'm the but... champ. And I have zero DUIs. So good for you. But now I now I'm knock very on wood. Smart. No, no, I'm way smart. I don't even let myself get into that situation. Good. Like, I literally, like, if I go downtown Detroit, like, I, we have a casino out here called Greektown. You could park, like, we have a, a casino card, so you can park in the parking lot. You park there, you go on the strip, get as drunk as you want, you just Uber back. And then you get, you know, your, the buddy drives you in the morning to get your car. Nice. Okay. Well, hey, it sounds like you have a lot of experience being drunk. So I, I got to get into the important questions here. Do you sure. have, a, a preferred frozen pizza, whether it's Red Baron, DiGiorno, Ooh. California Pizza Kitchen, Freshetta, you have a specific type. I'm gonna go with Tombstone, man. I'm a, I used to like Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh, I I mean, DiGiorno's good and all, but it's just like a good Tombstone if you put it at the right, you know, like cook it at because <laughs> I think it's like seven to twenty minutes, you know. Sure. I, yeah, and I had and and the other one I like now is that screaming uh, Sicilian. That one's pretty cool too. Those are good. That, have you tried the uh, that that barstool sports one? Oh no, no, I didn't even fun. know there was one. Well, I don't know if they have it out there in Michigan, but it's just it's a it's pretty fucking good. It's it's thin. Do you prefer a thin crust or a thicker crust? Depends on who's making it. 
But I mean, like you, most of the time, thin crusts are the best. Like, like for instance, if I'm going to order a pizza, like I won't eat Pizza Hut unless it's thin crust. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've eaten it before. Like I like Pizza Hut, but they, it's just it's so greasy. Uh, but when they make it thin crust, I don't know. It just like cooks thoroughly, like where you don't feel like it doughy or anything like that. Well, then let's move on to the four horsemen of the to-go pizza. The uh, you got Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, Little Caesars. Which one of those four? I have to pick one of those four. You have to, okay. now, now, unless you unless you have like a regional chain out there that's shitty. I'm talking shitty pizza. Okay, yeah. So if I had to pick other shitty, like I said, it's either going to be Domino's or Pizza Hut. And if it's going to be Pizza Hut, only thin. But if I can't get a thin crust. Um, I'll probably go Domino's, even though like they're not the best. Okay. But it, I've, the only reason I don't like them as much is because we, my brother was like the Domino's, like he literally probably has bought over a thousand Domino's pizzas. Oh shit! And he's only like thirty four years old. Like he used to know the girl. <laughs> like when they first came out with the app, he would be like, "Oh, that's Susan. Oh, it's gonna be good, bro." Like, oh man! <laughs> like he knew who she was. I'll go Domino's. I'll go Domino's. Domino's. Okay. Yeah, it's respectable. I do like Papa John's, how they have that garlic sauce and the pepperoncinis that they serve on the side. I don't know if you guys have those out there, but those are really no, good. No, but I, I had the one thing I will give a shout out to uh, Papa John's is that when they first came out in California, they gave everybody like a free pizza coupon because yeah. they wanted people to go and we stole everyone's. You <laughs> we stole them? Bunch, we took it from everybody's mailbox. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, they just put them in the mailboxes. Yeah. Hey, that's just capitalism right there. I have no problem mm-hmm. with that. Okay. And then so we're then, like, I got the pizza. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Okay, so then you're you're not opposed to Pizza Hut. Do you fuck with Yum Brands as a whole? That's Taco Bell, uh Pizza Pizza Hut and KFC. It's owned by Pepsi. It's like the those three. Oh, those yeah. Are I, the only thing I, I'm only against KFC, I'm boycotting KFC, but just because uh, three years ago, the KFC I went to because I was like, man, I really want some snackers. You know, I just felt like snackers. What are the and snackers? You, you know, the the little snackers from uh, uh, KFC, they're like a, a little sandwich. It's like a, a, a crisp, like a chicken slider? strip. Yeah, chicken strip slider. And they have like pickles on it. Like, it's pretty okay. good. Like, they have a couple different ones. I was like, man, I was just craving one. And it was after football, like right in the middle of like, okay, the first game, like the first uh, set of games is over. It was like four o'clock. And I'm like, oh, man, and I saw a commercial for it. It's like, I'm going to go to KFC. It's four o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. I'm like, uh, let me get uh, four snackers. They're like, uh, sir, we don't have that. I'm like, man. All right, let me just get some chicken. Sh- sir, we don't have that. Yeah, that was a problem for a while. Oh, uh, that's a, and potato. Which we don't have that. What do you have? Coleslaw. 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 And like, and, and yeah, I'm not a big coleslaw. I mean, I don't hate it, but it's not like you're not going to just eat coleslaw. Like that's Talk like no. if you have if you have some, you would put it on the plate. But yeah, but Taco Bell. I, that's I love Taco Bell, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's let me one tell of my you. favorites. <laughs> I've eaten it too many times. The Mexican pizza is my all time favorite fast food item. I don't know if you have. Bring a it up, man. Because now we can't get it again. Like it just came back. It and ran out. To, and I went to go back to get it because I had I didn't go in time. And they're like, oh, so I'm like, you guys already ran out. <laughs> well, they like underestimated the demand, dude. I mean, it was in high demand. Do you have a, a favorite fast food item as a whole? Like a, whether it's the Whopper, something more generic. Maybe you have to kind of dig back into the memory bank from like the 90s because that's when fast food was peaking. But I'm yeah, like I was a big Whopper fan when it was 99 cents and you got okay. that really a Whopper burger. But one thing I can always eat, man, honestly, is French fries, potato wedges. That's like my go to man. Like, I mean, I like a burger. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm pretty simple. Like I used to tell every girl I've ever been with. I'm like, if you can make a sandwich, like a good sandwich or a good <laughs> burger, 
you're in. That's you know what I mean? You don't got to make if you can make better, cool. But if that's the that's the line, you got to at least be able to do that. And one of my exes, oh my god, her sandwiches were like, I was like, wow, like I didn't really <laughs> realize how much because I would just be like, oh, you know, like a savage with it. I'm like, just throw some bloody and a cheese and this mustard, and we're good. And she's like fucking preparing it like there's an onion a pickle like i mean i'll just be too lazy to do all that i'm like just throw it man it's, i just gotta eat <laughs> so you've mentioned bologna a couple times here was that your go-to sandwich is bologna and cheese i was just like yeah we always had it you know it was so cheap like that was not my favorite but i would just like <laughs> you know what i mean that's what we had growing up we're like the bologna and cheese and yeah but that's not my favorite i've really liked you know like you know like my brother now, like, cause he, he, he's doing well and he, he, he's always has like, now when we go to his house, he's a big griller, you know, he has like, uh, the Blackstone, the double okay. barrel grill, the, uh, he, he smokes meats. So like, we'll have like the other day he grilled some, uh, sandwich. He likes to grill the sandwiches up for us. We have this place out here called Tubby's. Okay. Oh my God. Love Tubby. It's like a sandwich place. It's a sandwich place. It's a little bit, it's not super pricey, but like you get, you get pretty bang for your buck. It's cool. Cause they have, they have this tubby famous. So it's basically like, and you get it grilled. So it's like four different meats grilled. It's like salami, uh, roast beef. Um, I, I forget the other two ham and something else. And, uh, with your choice of cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, but they grill it. Right. And then they put some, uh, this Italian, but their own house dressing. It's like an Italian type of, dr- Oh man. Wow. Phenomenal. Plus they got the, um, uh, deep fried, uh, 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 mac and cheese bites. Those are pretty good too. Man. Oh, dude, get out of here with that <laughs> shit. That there, I don't know if you guys, it, do you, do you do your own grocery shopping or does your chick do it? Or I don't know if you got a chick right now. I'm single, man. I, I do my own cause, cause like, uh, you know, girls don't like, uh, uh, I get into like uh, these relationships for a little bit, but then they're like, uh, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do a part. Cause I got really into it. You know, I don't want to. Like, I'm like, I, this is what I'm like, I'm down to do stuff, but like, I'm going to take podcasting first. You know, I've already, I've already done my part. You know, I've been in the relationships, like I'm down if, but if you're not down, I'm not giving up what I want to do. Yeah. So now, yeah, I just, uh, since 2020, I've gotten a little bit more cause my brother kind of pressures me. Like, you know, I see him cooking. I'm like, well, I cook too. So yeah, like I've been <laughs> cooking up a lot. I made some, uh, last week I made some ceviche. No, nice. uh, that's like some imitation doing you know ceviches. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah. I would make myself some ceviche to, uh, the other night I made, um, chicken tacos with some beans and some rice. Some, yeah. I, I'm trying to eat. If I'm going to be fat, I want to be healthy fat. You know what I mean? Sure. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, buddy. I'm too, I'm too 40 myself. Okay. This is nice. not, you know, you're not, you're not talking to some skinny string bean twink over here, but, but you I know, can't get rid of the fast food though. I got it every never. now and then get me. I can't, man. <laughs> I, I've said it many times. A real man doesn't ever weigh less than 220 pounds. If you're over 220 pounds, you're a man. And so I get you, it. I believe it. You're a man, sir. Um, do you, so what, what I was going to say is that Martha Stewart has a phenomenal brand of uh, fried macaroni and cheese bites. Oh, really? You need to keep an eye out for in the freezer section of your local grocery I will store. Check that out. Yeah, I would recommend that for sure. Um, Back to fast food and more casual food. And then I know we'll wrap up here in a little bit. And just let me know, too, if you got to get out sooner. No, you're good. This is too, food, man. If, if I knew we were talking about food, I, now I'm just mad because I don't have enough. I would have wrote a list out. <laughs> oh, no, I'll pre- I'll, I, I'm prepared, sir. I am prepared. So uh, your go to trashy appetizer, like let's say at like a Friday's or an Applebee's. And think really here, because I'll tell you right now. Potato mine, skins, man. I'm going to tell you. I already know. Okay. Well, potato hey, skin, you know, loaded, fully loaded potato skins from Fridays. Yeah, that's that's the best one, man. 
You think pound for pound, that's the best appetizer for me. Yeah, I okay. just I'm a big potato guy. I mean, it must be the Irish. In me, you know what I mean? It's the <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't hate it, man. You can't fuck up a potato. Really? Do you have a favorite uh, like preferred method? I'm assuming French fries. Yeah, um, and chips. I like. I'm a big chip guy, man. Like homemade can, chips, homemade chips, uh, store ch- <laughs> Doritos, <laughs> Lay's. Like, if okay. it's a chip, uh, and like I always tell people, you can make anything a dip. You know what I mean? Sure. With a chip, you can make any. And I'll be like earlier. I had like uh, because usually I make a meal uh, for two days because you know I, I'm I don't want to cook every day. So yeah. I made the chicken and stuff, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna mix this rice uh, with the chicken with the beans, and now it's a dip. <laughs> yes it is and that's a fine dip have you ever good. had um uh the zaps uh they're they're a new orleans chip made from uts or uh, oots maybe utz and they're like a cajun so. they're fried in peanut oil but Ooh. hands down the best chip ever they have these ones called gator taters and they're oh, dill awesome. yeah they're dill flavored kettle cooked chips in peanut oil the best chip I've ever had in my life. And then I just had one. I posted on my Instagram story, some Mexican brand of chip. And these are, I like the thicker kettle cooked ones personally, but then every once in a while, someone will fuck around and really lay down a nice thin chip. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, this was, I I had a good Mexican. It was like a chili limon. uh, Oh, I seen that. I saw what you put. That that made me so like uh, reminiscent of being in like California. Cause like, That's where I got like all the like, uh, you know, because we used to get like chips and put tapatio sauce in it, some some lemon and shake yeah. them up. But then they started coming out with the ones, like you said, like, you know, uh, oh, man, I love those. Le- the With lime in the, any of those chips, I'll take it all day with chili. Well, yeah, because that's a problem. I like the crunch of a chip. And when you do that, which I respect it, but it, when you do that, it gets soggy eventually. True. You, you, You're you totally gotta, right only got a couple minutes before you got to eat all those things so and dude it's interesting that in the southwest here like you know you're familiar with california Mm -hmm. there's a whole different side of fast food over there where you're at right like you guys philadelphia new york i mean there's really interesting stuff like in the bodegas and in the wawas and whatever your version of that would be out there in, in michigan but dude here i mean my truck i'm having truck issues right now and i had to drive down the street to try and get some tortillas we were making enchiladas last night Dude, homemade tortillas in every gas station here in in Tucson, dude. You can't find that. You're you're stuck with Mission or fucking, you know, uh, some other shitty brand. If you're trying to buy gas station tortillas, you're not going to get that stuff, dude. We got Mexican candy on deck. Um, oh, and that, that's what I'm. Oh, man, you're good. Now you're just making me jealous. Now you're just throwing it in my face, man. I can send you some Mexican <laughs> candy, dude. I love those ones like the uh, man. What are the, the one? They're like those little like ones, like not the suckers, but they're the mango, mango ones are good too. But With there's the these, I forgot. Yeah, but there's this other chili one. Um, I forgot what they were called though. They're almost like uh, uh like just ones you pop in your mouth, but they're oh man, are they, they balls? Like little little balls? I think so. I think maybe that might be what they were. And they're kind of chewy, or are they hard? Yeah, they're chewy. Like, like yeah, I chewy know exactly mouth. what you're talking about. I don't know the those names are, of all these fucking things. The only ones either. I know are, are like pulperindos. Those are like the little like they look like fruit roll-ups, but they're coated yeah. in chili. And um, it's an acquired taste, but once you acquire that taste, oh, you'll never, you can't. Re- yeah, you'll never forget it. Yeah, never you won't. And it. you can't find that out here at all. But I will say they have out here these chips. Uh, uh, it's made out here. It's called Better Made Chips. They're pretty decent. They got a decent uh style of chips. But the funniest thing I've seen out here when I've gone to gas stations is they have these wrap chips. I don't know if you've seen them. Wrap? They're like 
rap yeah, snacks. like like rappers, like it has like the Migos on it. There's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are dope. Rap rap snacks. I've never ate them, but like I just because I, I got two of them from because I saw them and I thought they were hilarious when my brother first <laughs> moved into his house and I was like, "Hey, here's your uh, welcome to your house." He still has them on his bar. He hasn't even ate them. <laughs> so I'll tell you right now, dude. There's a few of them, and I try them just because, like like you, I'm a fan of the chip and. A uh, little baby has one where it's um, barbecue, salt and vinegar. Uh, it's like every flavor, basically sour cream and onion. It's all the flavors mixed and really? thrown. Dude, it is so good. I mean, just alone. Imagine the salt and vinegar. That's my favorite. favorite See, that's like- the one I don't. That's the one chip I don't like. Man. Oh I'm not a fan. Yeah, I know. That's What's just your favorite basic me? flavor? I-, I see you as a barbecue guy. Uh, I mean, sour cream and onions, but barbecues right up there. I, okay. I go back and forth from barbecue and sour cream and onions, but I also, now that I've gotten older, I, re- the one thing I also mentioned, uh, miss about California, there was this, um, green onion dip that we used to get from Stater Brothers, just a little powder, you know, and you'd put it in the, um, uh, what's it called? Your, uh, sour cream. Was it called Dean's? Uh, no, it was a Stater Brothers brand. It was oh, okay, literally okay. Stater Brothers brand and you can't get it out here. They don't have no none of the green like so like because I'm not a big like French onions cool the dip but like it's just like you can only eat so much of French onion you know what I mean I like the green onion dip and then get a good Lay's oh man you like a plain Lay's chip and I could I could sit there and eat that whole bag (laughs) do you fuck with the bean dip and Fritos oh man all day man you mean the Fritos bean dip man I've been eating that since I was like five years old man that's like my mom's go to so like I kind of got it from her. I even sometimes was get the uh, jalapeno one, you know, to switch it up a little bit. Sure. I'm even a che- I even get all the the cheese. I'll get cheese. Sometimes I'll get a bean dip uh, salsa. It, like if I'm drunk or like I'm like I'm just at a gas station and I'm like, well, I don't feel like going slow. I'm like, let's get a bean dip, a salsa, <laughs> and a cheese, and I'll just start mixing together, make my own little three layer dip. <laughs> hey, if you got that, you got your Fritos and maybe like a bag of beef jerky. That's a, a full balanced meal right there. So oh yeah. That's it. all the protein you need. Really? It's everything. You got your carbs, you got your protein, you got some vegetables. If you want to count the bean as a vegetable, which it's really not, but Hey, let's just go for yeah. it. Um, got to get the scoops though. Got to get the scoops. Of course. Uh, Frito scoops. Got to get the scoops. Yeah. I just thought, in case someone didn't know, you know what I mean? Just, I thought we were having a respectful conversation here. Come you said on. that there was like 13 year olds that might be listening. I thought like, <laughs> hey, they might- <laughs> yeah, but they'll be trying to get like the fucking uh, curly cues, like the twist. And you're like, yeah, you're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So the, the idea of the chip and how, how interesting that is. Do you like Cheetos much? Oh yeah, man. Uh, I, I mean, not as much anymore because they fucking stay in your hands. And it's funny because we just got chips at work. Like we, uh, order chips every now and then. <laughs> and like I hadn't eaten chips in a little bit, except I have always have tortilla chips because I like sure. to, you know, use as deep dips and stuff. And I ate like five bags and they're just some generic shit. Like, you know I mean? yeah. like I'm just like, Oh man, we got them in. Like I, that's how much I love chips. I'm like, Oh man, we got chips. I wasn't even hungry. And I was like, you know what? Let me just get a couple bags. <laughs> and yeah, I ate the Cheetos today, but the imitation. Do you ever like the sweet chips? Like, have you seen how like Lay's has done those like local? They don't do it so much anymore with the pandemic uh, supply chain issues and shit. But like they would have like um like a Lay's chip that represents the taste of like a euro, like a Greek hero. And then they would also mm-hmm. have like uh they had like a chicken and waffle one. You don't remember those? They would like yeah, I just didn't try those ones though. Uh, one I did try that, uh, I was really into for a while. It was very, uh, it was this like, it was like, what was it called? It was a Dorito. I was, I, I like Doritos a lot too, cause they're yeah. kind of like, uh, 
a spicy, you know, like um uh tortilla chip. Like that's a tortilla one, chip with some kick. Yeah, with some kick. There's one that I really like that was only out when I was like 14, and that's it. It was these barbecue Doritos. Never found them ever again. The only one liquor oh, store I would get them from must have been like a special thing and nobody wanted them. But no, like more recent, they had this like ghost pepper one and it was oh, like yeah. called like the, the gamble or something or roulette or something roulette roulette yeah and you'd eat it and people would see me eating at work and they're like oh let me get some I'm like all right and because like, <laughs> you'd get the ghost pepper one but it's again when you're eating spicy foods all the time it doesn't really bother you but yeah. if you haven't eaten spicy foods ever or in a long time it's gonna kick your ass yeah, that Pocky uh, brand, it's kind of like a, uh, also, it's it's like a Dorito, but it's called Pocky. And they have a spicy ghost pepper chip, dude. Like, it's, it's fucking, it's too much. Like, I like spicy food. I eat Mexican food almost every day. I can't fuck with those. It's only a, a one-time thing. How do you feel about the Pringle? I, I'm a big fan, man. I just was eating Pringles on Sunday. You like the Pringles, okay. <laughs> we had I'm the not- barbecue, and uh, uh, I like that new, and I think that one's a newer one. Probably not that new, but to me it was new. It's like a sweet barbecue. Okay. It was a little bit, and I was like, because I'm not really big on sweets. Never been big. I mean, I like sure. sometimes sweets, but I'm not big on them. Fried food, and like, guy. yeah, I'm just yeah, me too. Just just solid foods like a steak or like you said, fried or something like that. But like you know, like I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'll eat like a sweet here and there. But like one thing that really got me screwed up one time is like. Uh, I was at McDonald's and like, I was just like trying to go like to work. And I was like, I don't know what I was ordering. I just ordered a number and I thought it was the sausage uh, oh, McMuffin, and it was the McGriddle. And then especially me not knowing uh, it was a very bad experience. Yeah, Get me. out of here with that <laughs> shit. I, I'd never eaten a McGriddle. And I think that there's something really sick about it. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, the sweet and savory stuff. Like people intentionally cover their sausage with syrup. Yeah. I don't understand that. I'll fuck with a waffle or some French toast or a pancake even, but I'm not going to waste a good pig with some fucking syrup, dude. It's weird. No, it's very. And strange. I'm actually a more of a um. If I when I get a breakfast, because of course when you get, I get the, the I, over here we have this place called National Coney Islands. Uh, they got the Coney dogs. Oh, you shit. know the Co- Coney dogs are the shit. But uh, their breakfast has the three meats. You know, you get the slab of ham. The four sausages, the four, of course, that's what I get, you know, especially if we had a good night drinking, Yeah, get that. And then like, I get the toast because I like, I'm a big guy to like wrap it all, you know, because, uh, yeah. or tortilla. But like, if you, if we were in California or Arizona, you could get a tortilla, but yeah. uh, out here you get toast. I know I'm good with that. As long as it's some kind of form of bread, <laughs> a little carb. Yeah. Yeah. I need a little carb. I'm, I'm a big carb guy. Is that, yeah, I was going to say, is that your favorite food group is a carb? I think so. And cheese, uh, honestly, for some reason, I'm a big cheese guy. Like I put, not as much anymore, but man, I could put cheese. On. I mean, I'm still pretty big on cheese. Like I used to have, like literally, I would just get big old blocks and bags of cheese, and I would just be like making quesadillas all day and just throw like a meat in there or something. <laughs> you got a favorite type of cheese? Uh pepper jack. That's my favorite pepper type. Pepper jack, good man. Yeah, good man. I like pepper jack, and I also like the the white extra sharp cheddar. Oh, okay. I'll that's a good one that. too, man. Just for a nice little bite. Or you but know yeah. what's good to do too? Sometimes what I'll do is I'll like grill a, a, a tortilla. I'll get some, um, uh, some pizza sauce, some mozzarella cheese and some pepperoni stored it and a little, uh, pizza quesadilla. Those are bomb, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. We used to do this with the George Foreman grill. You remember those? Ooh, yeah. We used to make pizza sandwiches. And that was one of those things that if you would fuck with me when I'm trying to make one of those as a kid, 
I would really rage out. And I think that, you know, some people, I lost some friends over these sandwiches before, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, dude, no, that I, I love thinking about like the old foods that you used to eat as a kid and just like coming home from school, starving. And like, you're a tiny kid and you're just making a fucking, you know, a, a meal that would feed like three grown ass men because you're growing, you're just eating all this shit. You know what I mean? We uh, pizza bites. I would constantly eat um pizza fries i mean throw pizza in front of anything pizza pretzels out here we got you know all this stuff and that was my next question with the chips do you do you like pretzels oh i love pretzels man i'm a big pretzel guy too sometimes what i do also is like uh they got these better made ones so i'll get these the stick ones like i like all of them but i'll get the stick ones and i'll either dip them in peanut butter or i'll dip them in cheese. oh fuck dude those little uh puffs the pretzel puffs with the peanut butter inside Oh, I haven't tried those. You haven't seen those before. Okay. No. Keep an eye out for those in the grocery store. They're in the, like the oh, nut well. aisle. It's literally, it's like a, um, picture like a, a shrunken down version of a hot pocket. Right. Oh. And it's just, oh, kind of like those, um, um, the combos kind of exactly, but it's filled oh, okay. With, it's a pretzel with peanut butter. Oh man. So I you got your that. salt, you got your, your pretzel, and then you got the peanut butter inside, man. It's, uh, it's really nice. It's something to, to get excited about there. But yeah, man, I mean, like I said, I can talk about food for hours, dude. I, I think um, that it's you would love my brother about. then, man. So if you were out here, he'd be like, because now, especially now, like he's always like my brother was a little like now he's married. So it's not as bad. Like we were just talking about today. We used to have a king size bed. Right. And dude, I'm talking about he would order all kinds of fast food. But I mean, I didn't care. I'm down to eat it. You know what I mean? He had the soda tower and in, in his bathroom and then on his king size bed, it would be him. And on the other side, it was a bunch of trash, like a pizza box, fucking oh. <laughs> old wrappers. And he's like, that's what king size beds for, man. So you oh can just push God. it to the side. <laughs> he was, and I was like, good thing you got married, man. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's wild. Yeah, he was pretty, he's wild with it. <laughs> the king size bed is the, is the guy on one side and the food wrappers on the other. That is, <laughs> that's dark, dude. That's next, next level. And then he'd just be playing his games, you know, and now he's like, like, and then somebody was telling me earlier, he's like, kind of miss it, man. He's like, yeah. nothing, hey, nothing I think like once you get used to that lifestyle, there's no other way to live, dude. Have you ever eaten a raw hot dog? Oh, yeah, not anymore. I can't even do it anymore. But it's funny because as a kid, I could do, do it all day. Like, just, hey, what's up, man? Like eating. Uh, But then one thing we used to like to do, too. I don't know if you used to do that. You know, you get it on the fork and you put it over the burner, like pretending you're at a campfire <laughs> oh dude i yeah, never did that. that like on a gas stove yeah on a gas stove and just that's like funny oh. dude yeah it was, we'd be like all right nah. that's pretty Pretend like you're, it, it was nice you know we like to do that and like uh, i also one of my favorites even though it's like real basic always liked them as a kid and and i could still get down on grilled cheese man fuck yeah like, grilled cheese man it's just i know it's not it's but it's how you make it you know what i mean like some people can't do it as good and then with my brother like schooled me and then he was like yeah you gotta use the mayo and i was like no man and okay. then i was like because i don't like mayonnaise or mayo like that's one thing like i like mustard i like More ketchup mustard barbecue guy, yeah. stuff yeah just you I, I'll, I'll have mayonnaise on it it's just like when, what grossed me out a lot about it is because like some of the fast food places get a little too carried away with what? it yeah overdo and it you're like yeah, you're like, dude, it's all globbed on there. I don't want to bite and it's everywhere. Like, if you put a nice layer on it, I'm a good with that. A thin layer. A thin, thin layer. layer. That's yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. It's just a little seasoning. It's not to take over the burger. It's <laughs> meant to moisten the dryness of the bun because usually they're exactly. using these putrid buns 
that mm-hmm. are expired and stale and you got to moisten it up with that. So uh, do you use like cream cheese ever on a grilled cheese or do you just go straight up? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never even knew about a cream cheese, man. Buddy, let me tell you right now, the best way to make a grilled cheese, get Texas toast so it's thicker. Because um, okay. I know a thing or two about a grilled cheese. I'm somewhat of a scientist when it comes to this. Okay. okay. So you get uh, the, the Texas toast, the thicker toast, right? You go a slice of pepper jack, which I it's one of my favorite cheeses, right? Pepper jack, American for the creaminess. Pepper jack for that kick. And regular cheddar for just a nice little thing to hold it all together. And then a thin layer of cream cheese. So you've got four cheeses you're dealing with. Sprinkle a little oregano on there. I like to use olive oil instead of butter because I'm being healthy. And then, you know, you 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 grill that thing up and then you got to dip it in ketchup. I think that that's really important to do. I don't know if you dip yours in ketchup or any kind of sauce, but yeah, ketchup. On a I used to cheese. do ranch a lot, but then like I kind of like, I don't know, I think because as a kid, I, I overdid it with the ranch. But <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Every now and then I do like to have some ranch on my pizza, like, you know, put a little bit of ranch on my pizza, like live a little. You got to live a little bit. I think uh, if you do that at a nice local pizza joint, I think that that's really fucked up. And I would probably call the police if I saw you doing that. But no, that's you- like the liquor store. That's the liquor store one because it's like good, but it's not <laughs> that good. You know what I mean? No, if I'm with you. If it's a real good pizza and you're doing that, you, you got problems. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We got a, a couple of really good pizza joints out there. Nothing like Michigan. That's one thing that we'll close out on here. Um, do you like the Detroit style pizza? I do, but I will say, uh, there's this pizza place called Jets. Um, and I would hype it up because I think when I was, it was like one of those things when I did live out here in 94, like I would save my lunch money and I'd get a slice. So it had that like nostalgia. Okay. But it's trash. <laughs> like it's trash, man. More like, like greasy I, or what? Just the bread's trash, man. Like, you know, like a, like a good pizza to me can be sat out, you know, and it's still, flavorful this is like when it's hot it's okay but if it gets room temperature at all you're just like it's the bread's flaky and this real dull tasting sure. it's gas ugh. station type pizza yeah but the gas station has a the, the liquor store has a better pizza than them really <laughs> that's how bad you it just, is so you, you still don't like it even to this day even with the nostalgia i i try to keep liking it and then i was just <laughs> like i can't man like you know i was trying to hold on to it like now, if you get it with like all the, uh, you know, a bunch of toppings, it's okay. You know what I mean? But again, that's the toppings. It's not the pizza. Sure. I'll say that one of my favorite out here, though, is um, Cottage Inn. Cottage Inn pizza is phenomenal. What style pizza is that? Brooklyn, Detroit? What? what um, it's kind of, they have a little bit of, they have all different styles, but like they have uh, like a Detroit style and they have like a, uh, not the Brooklyn, because the Brooklyn is the big pieces, right? Uh, Brooklyn is like, it's kind of like a real, uh kind of a crisp crust and it's a puffy crust but it's also hard and then it's a large slice yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be i mean you can have a small because domino's has a brooklyn style crust but it's the it's like a thin uh like where the like the vessel like all the shit that like the cheese and the sauce it's thin there but the crust is real puffy so you got a nice thing to hold on to it lets you know it's there it's got some weight it it it's not i don't think it's a brooklyn one but like man it's just this is how good it was. Like the first time we had it, we went to a Michigan game. Uh, after the Michigan football game, we went to the, cause my buddy had came, flew out here. We're in the hotel. We're like, we got to get something to eat. We got cottage in was phenomenal. Fuck. We wake up the next day. It's sitting out, no refrigerator, no nothing. And we're like, this is still phenomenal. Damn. Like it was really good. And the other one, I forgot the, 
uh, I forgot what it was, but there, there's a couple places that do the Chicago style. Have you ever had the Chicago style pizza? Chicago with style the sauce really on, good. With the sauce on top, you know, the cheese and the meat at the bottom. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thick pie. Now, that one is a... The deep dish that, you're saying? Yeah, that deep dish where they have, like, so the Chicago style is they have meat on the bottom, cheese on top of it, and sauce on, on top About of that. About an inch of sauce on top. Oh, my God. And then, then that's when you're like, this is why they call it a pie. Like, yeah. when you see that one, you're like, that's probably like, I forgot this one place, um, what it's called, something in Sons, that theirs is phenomenal. And then we go to this other place around here, Chubby Charlie's, they have a good pizza. And then Carlo's is one of my favorite ones. Uh, what's the other one? Anything with chubby, tubby, or fat in the oh, name, it's yeah, going to be good. Dude. It has to be. The one trippy one that someone got me one time is they got shrimp and lobster on a pizza. Not too bad. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It wasn't that. too bad. At first, I was kind of like worried about it, but it's pretty good. You ever had a clam pizza? Oh, no. I'm not really big on clams, though. So Me neither, but I, I've heard that it's bomb. And to be honest, I haven't had one either, but you know, there's there's... There's that. There's vodka sauce pizza. There's all kinds of. But things. if you make it, you know what? Sometimes uh, there's stuff that I don't usually like, and then someone makes it uh, the right way, and I will eat it. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you right <laughs> I'll now, try a, bro- it. a broccoli and salami pizza is actually very, very good, dude. Like you just that a regular, pretty good. regular. Yeah, you got to char the broccoli, like kind of burn it a little bit, like just real quick, and then throw it on there, dude. I mean, every once in a while, you find something that really a fig and prosciutto pizza is good. Um, and I don't like the sweet stuff, but that's that's I'll make an exception for a fig and prosciutto. Um, there there's there's some sleepers out there, man. I like anchovies on a pizza every once in a while. Just that saltiness. So to switch you know. it one little thing real quick. I love pizza too, but out here, um, I really got into Coney dogs. You know, I know it's not started here, but there's a lot of Coney dog places, and sure. I learned a good Coney dog because you know a Coney dog is the chili, the onions, and mustard. Yeah, but a really good Coney dog, you got to get that that little. The if cr- you don't get that, crunch. you're like, what is this? Like, and there's a couple of places that are good. Uh, they're about, they're, they're a little bit like, they're almost like a, a, a bigger uh, Frank. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're just like plump. They're a little bit like, they're about the length of the whole bun. Okay. Uh, but they're plumper. And because they, I think they boil them all. Like most of the time, there's this place in Romulus. Um, It's called Sonny's Coney Dog. Phenomenal, man. I love them. Like, I was like, keep, keep them coming. Damn. Great service too. We even went to pick it up and she was like, Do you want a water? I've never had that happen, you know, like where, where you're <laughs> waiting for your food. Usually they're like, All right, man, wait over there. Yeah. And then it had the best snap. That was the out of all the places. Everybody will tell you National Coney Islands out here, but that's because it's like the popular spot. But Sunny's, I think that they do them all in. A hot dog with a good snap is something special. When you have a oh, hot yeah. dog, do you uh do you prefer French fries on the side or do you like your chips or your potato salad or your beans or what? French fries. Uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's got to be hot dogs and French fries and burgers. Like, don't get me wrong, I love mashed potatoes and uh, mac and cheese, but man, just a dog and bur- and fries, just like a burger and fries. To me, those just like can't beat it, man. Because then sometimes you know you can put the fries on top of it. Yeah, like you, you, you can really get more around. creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I've dipped it in potatoes before, but you know that's good. <laughs> yeah, dude, there is nothing, nothing like uh, being a kid, right? Being, let's say, shit eight 12 years old in that range you're at a pool party you're lucky enough to have a friend that's rich enough to have a pool okay and then you're swimming around in the pool the mom or the dad is grilling up some burgers and some fries or not fries burgers and dogs and then um usually in this scenario you're having you're having barbecue chips or you're having lays and then your your potato salad getting out of the pool drying off having a burger 
with a side of a hot dog, oh. and then your potato salad, and your and your chips and your beans. So I I really there is some kind of good feeling I get from eating that. But I agree, as a whole, if I'm trying to class up a hot dog, I gotta have French fries or onion rings. Onion rings are a big sleeper. But I'm with you. It's I guess I think it depends on the scenario. If I'm in a restaurant, fries all day. But yeah. if I'm in a backyard barbecue, it's just that potato salad and beans and a corn yeah. on the cob. Like, yeah, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna set me into a different mood, man. That's because it's the atmosphere, you know. Um, this is potato salad weather, especially it's summertime. Yeah. Like you said, around a pool. Yeah, yeah. I gotta in that scenario, I'm going beans, uh, potato salad and corn. Yes, sir. That's the only way to do it, man. Fun shit, man. We can talk about food all day. It sounds like we I think that oh, we yeah. get along when it comes to different ideas. You said one thing I didn't agree with. I forget what it was. I don't know what. It, do you remember? It was something Oh, about, like on a past episode, like when we we're talking. About, no, no. Come on. We're keeping it light here. No, it was about food. I forget. There was one thing that you said that I. Oh, that no. I, yeah. Vinegar chips. The maybe? salt and vinegar it, chips. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I can't. You uh, looked, you looked very uh, repulsed by me. You were like, you were like, I'm going to continue this. Just I to wanted be to call nice. it. I wanted to call <laughs> it. But yeah, no. Uh, salt and vinegar is my favorite, man. So that's the one thing that I think you and I would uh, would would dispute when it comes to, to the chip, which is a, a great American dynasty for sure. But no, man, I mean, I appreciate talking about this stuff, dude. It's fun. And yeah, for the record, no, I think uh, you and I also see eye to eye a lot on like politics and just the yeah. way the world fucking works. So no, no disagreements there. And, uh, you know, that's not as serious as the food conversation. So, yeah, I, think- I would I would say we match a lot better on like food, like except yeah, we had a little gripe, a little we got <laughs> over it, though. We, yeah. With the grilled cheese, we, we mended with the grilled cheese where we were yeah. like, you know what? OK, I can I can get you back. We can break bread now, okay? Yeah, no, man. Uh, yeah, you're you're officially friend of the show status now that we now now that we uh, you know set all the food difference aside, and then we just got our shit handled out here. But no, man, I appreciate this. And you got a great show. Um, you work a lot with uh, Catalyst, right? From the White Rabbit show. Yeah, I do the White Rabbit show, and then uh, on, on uh, we'll release on Mondays. Uh, Catalyst, I think, releases his like Saturdays. We released that one like Saturday, Sundays, and then I released my Kill the Mockingbirds with my co-host, Joel Thomas, every Monday. And does Joel do his own side projects or he just does the Van Tesla stuff? Well, he does his Van Tesla stuff, and then he's also in uh, Legion of Legends. Uh, they go and he hunts down cryptids. Like yeah, they yeah, did. with like Tony Merkel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do all that stuff, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, dude, no, this is fun. And, um, you know, I hope that your show continues to grow, dude. It seems like you're on Likewise. a you're on a on a good trajectory right now, and I think that that'll continue as long as you keep putting out bangers, man. You have some fun episodes, and you, you're always real fun to talk to. We talked about Lucius Trust a little bit and stuff like that. So, uh, big thanks for having me on your show, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll be talking more in the future, dude. But until then, you know we got this food stuff to think about, and uh, you know spread the word about food. I think it needs to be talked about a lot more. And yes. people people need to realize that, you know, eating healthy really isn't all that it's cracked up to be. I think that it's important to get a little bit of that uh, horrible food in your gut just to, to you know, balance it out. So um, anything else you want to plug, brother, before we head out? Uh, no, just, uh, you know, like you said, like uh, you get as much Taco Bell as you can. I would say at least <laughs> once or twice a month, get some Taco Bell in. I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Yep. And bring back that fucking Mexican pizza if you're Please. hearing this Taco Bell. The pieces <laughs> of shit. But I'll give the vinegar chips one more chance. (laughs) Hey, you don't have to, but I mean, it's something special. Try it maybe when you're drunk, right? I mean, like it's it's a lot of food tastes good when you're drunk. So 
Um, but yeah, guys, this has been an, another fun episode of this whole little goofy sideshow. And uh, make sure that you check out Kill the Mockingbirds. Check out White Rabbit. Check out all of Sean Chris's work. Uh, what's your Instagram, dude? Uh, Operation Kill the Mockingbirds. Okay. Operation Kill the Mockingbirds. Not to be confused with your show title, which is just my the main, Mockingbirds. Yeah, because of the main page that was Kill the Mockingbirds got nuked in. I can't get the name back. <laughs> oh, well, that's fucking fun. Um, yeah, man. No, awesome stuff. And uh, we'll be talking again soon, Sean. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thank you.